from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, I got Samurai Showdown and Mega Man Zero ZX Collection, and we have Fuchsia here to talk about the Animal Crossing Direct. Well, it took three years, but I finally realized why I bought my PS4. In celebration of the Animal Crossing Direct, I got Doom. hype for march 20th can't wait for doom (laughs) aren't we all (laughs) welcome to welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 208 we your place for nintendo news from nintendo fans like yourself we are your hosts i'm trey model t johnson i'm jeremy entomological enclave mikowski i'm john use your head punk knitter (laughs) <laughs> and we have special guests this week uh fuchsia gives celeste her observatory rascal she doesn't have one no i am um, <laughs> we'll get into that <laughs> i was gonna say uh jeremy would probably know more about that because he actually beat the game i, I did not oh, or <laughs> no you're talking about it. a different you're talking about a different celeste oh hey yeah we're way we're way ahead of ourselves here but let's do <laughs> what we normally do on the show and talk about all the stuff that we got and what we've been playing for the week right here I'll start off. I called myself Model T as my nickname because that's what all the Mega Man people call themselves in Mega Man Zero. They're like, hey, I'm, or no, maybe that was ZX. I think it was ZX. But they're like, hey, I'm Mega Man W. I'm Mega Man Z. I'm Mega Man M, whatever. So I would be Mega Man Model T for that. Every time I see ZX like written down, I, I, I say it ZX in my head just Don't. because I've seen so many videos <laughs> that talk about the ZX. Don't do that. Spectrum. Oh, you're talking about the you're talking about the computer, right? Yeah, like, it's you're like not... an old ladies' computer that was really big in like uh, Europe. So and that's what they call it. So like when I see ZX, like I say ZX. I... Yeah, I find it really. I I don't know. I just understand. I know people do it, but I just don't understand the people who just call ZZ just because not not to have to do with the computer. They just say that. Maybe it's yeah, a, people maybe, say A through Z. Yeah, I think it's like an maybe a British thing or something. I don't it's know. It's a British I don't thing, and it. also Canadians say it too. They say Z. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they say Z in New Zealand. Um. Yeah, in New Zealand they did. Yeah. Mm. So. So it's I, basically everywhere but U.S. <laughs> everywhere that they stick extra U's in the words, they say Z as well. Like Calore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Mega Man ZX was a game that I had heard talk about. A long time ago when it came out, like it was highly praised by most sites and I always kind of wanted to play it. It was always in the back of my mind. So so I was like, hey, what the hell? So I went ahead and bought the Mega Man Z slash ZX collection for Switch and I've been really enjoying it. It's a, it has it has four Game Boy Advance games on it and two DS games. So you finally got Game Boy Advance virtual console. I do, yeah, sort of. <laughs> And uh, it's really it's really cool. Like there's different, um, you know, you know, there's different filters you can use on there. You can like change the size of the screen, whatever, all that stuff. Uh, I know we've made comments. You made comments about it before, Jeremy, about like having Game Boy Advance games on the go. But we have some more now on the on the <laughs> Switch. But no, it's I what mean, was I, it before just Castlevania? 
Uh, well, Ca- Castlevania has uh, well, the Castlevania one has Game Boy regular ones. This is a Mega Man yeah. Zero collection. Doesn't the Mega Collection have a Game Boy game on it too? Yeah, regular Game Boy, but not Game Boy Advance yet, as far as I know. I don't know if there's any Game Boy Advance games on the Switch. There's got to be one, you would think, right? I don't think so. so I can't I, think of any. So I think these are well. It, in that case, these are the first ones that are on there: <laughs> Mega Man Zero, One, Two, Three, and Four for Game Boy Advance, and of course the DS games too. And it's thirty dollars, but it has six games in it, and they're all very good. Like for anybody who likes DS thing? for anybody who likes Mega Man, like these are like the final. This is like the final Mega Man series before, like what eight and nine were the were the newer ones that they made of the regular ones. But I think it's like Ooh. the rat the last like. You know, regular straight up Capcom Mega Man, and they're really cool. Uh, they're pretty hard if you don't know how to find like the health boots, boosts, and stuff like that. But, but I've just been I've been going through Mega Man Zero One. I think I'm almost done with it. I have a couple levels left. It reminds me a lot of that uh, Mech Extermination Force kind of because I basically go to a level and I find a boss and I just like spend a long time trying to figure out how to beat that boss, and then I beat the boss and go to the next thing. That's kind of how I've been doing it. But something that's really, really cool in this version of the Mega Man collection that isn't in any of the others is they have this thing called uh, Save Assist. And it's basically checkpoints. They basically added checkpoints into the game. So they're automatic checkpoints that you just walk by, and it'll automatically, whenever you die, you'll go back to that, and you won't lose a life. So they're, they're pretty much like putting like automatic save states in there, which I think is that's fucking cool. awesome. And it makes the game like so easier to play, like so much easier to play. And I like... I don't know. It's it's been like a game changer for me big time. Like is that an like, optional thing or Yeah, you do don't it? you don't have to use it. You can turn it off. I actually tried playing the game regular straight up when I got it and then I was like, let's try the save assist thing. And yeah, it's just like it's just sticking checkpoints in there that weren't there before. So like when you're about to fight a boss, there's a, there's a checkpoint that you walk by that'll that'll just you know, create a checkpoint there for you. So when you die, you'll start there. And what's great is if like you're going through the boss and you like use any of your items to try to like refill your health, you don't lose those. Like, cause it'll take you back to the checkpoint before the boss. So you'll have all that stuff back. So you can go crazy with like using all your items. And if you die, it won't matter. Cause they'll get back on the next try. So, so I feel like it's a been a major game changer for me on Mega Man. And I really like Mega Man, but most of those games are too difficult for me, but I've actually yeah. been able to just power through these ones for the most part. So it's a really cool it's a really cool addition and I would love that they would stick it on some of the old Mega Man collections so I could so I could get through my Mega Man X collection. That'd be nice because it would really help. They do have save states, right? I don't know. I don't remember if they do on X. I actually just re downloaded it to try to give it a go again, just because I was really enjoying the ZX collection. But I haven't played it yet because I've just been playing Zero for the most part. And I played ZX for a while, too, on DS. And that one's really good, too. That's actually kind of the ZX ones on DS are more like Metroidvania or Mega Manvania, whatever you want to call it. So it's it's like a big map where you go to different parts and do different things and unlock things that will get you to other parts of the map. And that's pretty cool. It's kind of something that I'm surprised they didn't really get into more of. you know. And the second one, the Mega Man ZX Advent, that has like full voice acting and all that in it. And there's like cool like little F- FMV scenes on the DS that they've like, you know they've they've touched them up so they look like a lot better like make make them look more like HD compared to what they were on the on the handheld so they prettied everything up and all that and yeah it's a re- it's a really solid package for uh for thirty bucks and I thought you know uh, when I saw it I was like uh, I don't know if I want to play th- pay thirty bucks right now but I ended up using ended up using like gold points and I had some money left over in my account so I ended up paying like only five dollars for it so. So that was an added bonus. But yeah, that's my big recommend for the week. I think if anybody's 
a Mega Man fan and never got to play those games, they should definitely check them out because they're a lot of fun. I'm planning on, I want to try to play through all of them. I heard that Mega Man Zero Three is like the pinnacle. It's like the best one of the original ones. So I'm excited to get to that. But they're really good, like, short action games. And for, like, after, like, the 120 hours that I put into Dragon Quest Eleven, I'm good into, I'm happy with playing shorter, more action-based games. You know, where I don't have to just go level up and all that. Which, there'll be more about that in a second. How many Mega Man games are there now? Because I get confused between... I have no idea. The original series, <laughs> the ZX, and whatever else they did. Well, there's... Um, so, like... So yep. the new the new Mega Mans that were the original ones those went up to nine right not ten I can't remember if it's nine and no, ten or eight no, and nine. nine yeah no nine no, it was no it was is one. ten it, it, the it Super went, Nintendo one was seven the yeah. PS one was eight okay so it was then nine and nine ten nine was the one that was on Wii and then ten came out a couple years ago ten was on Wii also uh, nine and ten were on Wii and eleven came out on Switch so that was the most recent one that wasn't okay. reviewed very well. There was a demo. We played around with it a little bit. I wasn't that super interested in it. And I think there were 10 Mega Man X games and four Mega Man Zero games and, and two ZX games. They're all, I mean, they're all different. Like uh, Zero introduced like a different a different model where you have a lightsaber now, and I'm, I'm into that. So you get to run around and cut people in half. It's just pretty rad. In, in ZX, when you're like fighting, when you're fighting some of the enemies, there's this like robot that like that is like a spiky wheel that like rolls at you and if you had and you know if you have the sword attack like the lightsaber thing you can basically just cut right through it and it'll split in half and just like go around your character and explode and it's really cool it's really cool to do and watch like i feel i feel like a badass on there to do that so but yeah no it's uh it's the newest the newest version of Mega Man before they did all of those other ones like 9 10 and 11 so so yeah, it's worth. I know, like uh, Jeremy Parrish has said a lot of shit on on Twitter about it because it's awesome. Those games are pretty rad. So like talk shit or just talked about it a lot. Oh, just talked about how great it is. That's, oh, that's okay. what he's talked about. And uh, I think Nadia did as well from US Gamer. She she did a whole article about that weird old man that's in love with Reploids in the in the first one. So <laughs> in Mega Man Zero. So there's a whole lot of lot of fans getting excited about it. But it's, it's cool. It's a it's a great thing to have on the Switch. Also, uh, I picked up Final Fantasy V for Game Boy Advance. I was really excited about that because every time I saw it in a store, it was always going for like forty or fifty, and I found it for twenty. So that's you saw uh, it, like at an actual game store. Yeah, at the at the exchange in Wicker Park, I found it there. Oh, nice. Like and so yeah, it was twenty bucks, and uh, it is. And actually, I've looked for it there, and it's normally selling for forty. So I don't know why it's less. Do you know if it's a counterfeit or if it's like a legit copy? I I hope it's a legit copy. I'm pretty sure my copy of Final Fantasy IV is a uh, is counterfeit. Is bootleg, yeah. yeah. It look, it's pretty convincing, but there's like a there's like some videos on YouTube how to look and see if the the Nintendo logo is like off in some way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to look. How, what to it doesn't look matter for, as like, long as it works. Yeah, as I, long as it plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to sow seeds of doubt. I'm just like. Curious. Well, I tried it out and I played. I played a few hours of it and it plays fine. So I mean, that's yeah. and it has saves in it, so the battery isn't dead. Like they have. There's, Does the screen ever just flash blue for just like a, a split second when you're saving it? No. Okay. Not Mine does that. Which not is that I noticed. That it's bootleg. Yeah. So I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything like that on there. But yeah, that's a that's a game that I've always wanted because I don't have. I don't have it. I don't have Final Fantasy V like as an actual like physical copy or anything like that. I have like, you know, ROMs of it and and I think I downloaded it for free on PlayStation Plus at one point 
because it was free, but I can't do that anymore because I don't have PlayStation Plus, so I can't play it anymore. So it's one of those things that I wanted to have of Final Fantasy. So now I have four and five on Game Boy Advance, and you have six. Well, you have the – it's still the same thing, right. the counterfeit version. But I would hope that – I would hope that they would – the exchange would be able to pick that stuff out, which I'm not guaranteeing, guaranteeing that they would, but whatever. I mean, it was – I was pretty excited that it was cheap, and now I have another Game Boy Advance game to play when I uh, have some downtime Probably at work and all that. some of the best of you know, games to have on the Game Boy Advance because it's the height of the Super Nintendo era. Oh, yeah, in yeah. Your, in your pocket. It will end your feeling. And from playing the Game Boy Advance games on Switch, like the Mega Man Zero ones, I get reminded like how the Game Boy Advance was was so much the Super Nintendo 2. And it just yeah. has these – it's like they're like it's, – it's like what if we did another series that was like X but way better? That's what I kind of what I get from Zero, and it's cool. It's nice to be able to play all this extra, really cool two D stuff with like really awesome looking sprites, and there's like all that cool cool like sp- sprite rotation and enlargement and all that fun stuff that we like, you know, is, is all in there, and it looks really cool, and it's a lot of fun to play. So it's nice to see that again on there. Also, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, I got all the way down to the final, final, final boss of the game. Wow, and. He kicked my ass, even with my characters at level ninety nine. So I kind of got a little. Well, you're maxed out. I maxed, yeah. Well, I'm most of my characters are maxed out. There's like two that are ninety seven, but everybody else is at ninety nine. But no, I still got my ass beat. Like when I played that final boss, even at level ninety nine. So I was kind of, I was kind of mad. And another thing that pissed me off is, uh, even at level ninety nine, I don't have enough fucking skill points to like learn all the shit on the on the character tree. On the skill tree, that that kind of pissed me off. Like at the very end, where I'm still I'm still missing like 20 points or something like that to get like the last move or whatever. And in order to get those points, I have to go like point farming, which is like a whole other stupid thing that I would have to go do and like wear a certain piece of armor and like go out in the rain and fight these fucking statue guys like over and over again. I'm like, I really don't want to do that, <laughs> you know, just to see these like final moves that I can't get because I don't have enough skill points. It's just oh, like, those sta- I know the statue guys you're talking about. You know, there's like specific ones that are in the rain at this one part that will give you skill points, whatever. I looked it up and it was like, just seemed like a pain in the ass to do, but like, that's like the last thing I have to do is, is play that last boss and then go back and do the taco mode after that. Cause you get a thing from that that you use for whatever that is. And that's a another taco boss. Mode? That's what I heard too. Like suddenly, I'm interested in Dragon Quest. <laughs> the whatever they're called, the Tackles, these guys. Oh, Tackles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tackle. These guys. Oh, okay. The Tackles. I heard. I heard Taco. Well, like they, Taco Tuesday. These yeah. guys. These guys are cooler than Tackles or Tacos. <laughs> they so they're cuter than Tacos, at least. Yeah, they're like Moogles. They're pretty much they, you know, or like the, uh, or it's like Jess referred to them as uh, the Mister Saturns from Earthbound. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're kind of like them also. They help you go back in time and shit like that. But yeah, I, I made it to 120 hours on Dragon Quest Eleven, as I said. And I haven't returned to that boss yet, but I'm sure I will at some point. And that's what's happening with that game. I, I was, I'm good for taking a break from it for now. Because you don't have much else to do, right? It kind of burned me on the... Uh, on that final boss. You'd just basically be in it at this point. Yeah, but I haven't seen those second credits and figured out the rest of the Tackle stuff. <laughs> Whatever. The Tackle debacle. I mean, I beat it the first time. Whatever. Yeah, that's where that is. Um, if anybody, anybody in the Chicago area, if you're going to C2E2, I got a, I got a ticket for Saturday, so I'll be there walking around. So feel free to, to you know, 
let me know on Twitter. Are you like, volunteering this year at all? Or are you just I'm going just to- I'm just going, man. I'm just gonna go hang out because I am because I'm going to the uh, the AEW Revolution pay per view event that's there Saturday night. So is that your first time going to a live AEW event? That's my no. That's my second time. This is my first time going to a pay per view event and sitting and sitting in the audience. So that's a big thing. I went to I went there in November to that other one to the Dynamite that was in Chicago. So. Like the day before Thanksgiving, right? Or yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So I'll be I'll be around if anybody's at C two E two. Let me know. Nintendo underscore domain at Twitter. Hit me up. I'll be hanging out there. Uh, Samurai Showdown came out finally. That game that I bought like a month ago and I'll, and pretty much forgot about. <laughs> it, it released yesterday. Uh, the game, the regular game, looks really good. Like it looks like a it looks like a painting. Like all the characters kind of have like these painter lines on them to look. It, it reminds me a lot of like the way Street Fighter Four and Five look. That's what I was which is, say. Yeah, which is cool. But Samurai Showdown plays differently. It's kind of a more s- slower, more strategical fighting game. As it's about like blocking and hitting, and and it's super bloody too. You can actually cut arms off and stuff like that, which I didn't know they added that in the in the regular one. But I only played it a little bit. I just played through the regular arcade mode with uh, Haomaru because he's my main guy. But I also got I also got the uh, Neo Pio the Neo Pio the Neo Geo <laughs> <laughs> the Neo Geo Pocket Color the free game that came with it, which is basically yeah a uh, a port to the Switch of the Neo Geo Pocket Color Samurai Showdown two. Wow, you have that system represented too. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was kind of fun to play around with. It basically kind of reminds me of and not in a bad way like like the Mortal Kombat on Game Boy, but like good, mm-hmm. you know, but actually but actually not terrible like that. Is one it was. that slow? No, it, I mean it actually works pretty well. It's like like all the characters are like chibi versions of their regular of their regular selves, so they're kind of like little cute, little tiny and cute and all that. And but it's like you know it's a it's like an eight bit system, and it's you know there's no like voice on it at all, but you can still do all the same moves, and it only has two buttons because the Neo Geo Pocket Color only had two buttons, so it's just like kick and uh, kick and sword. But um, but yeah, it's it's fun to fuck around with. It was like it was totally free with the pre order, and it's a nice little added thing to have on there. But yeah, it totally reminds me of like a Game Boy Color version of like that I played of like Killer Instinct or like Mortal Kombat, but it actually like plays pretty well. Like it like I, I was able to get through arcade mode for the most part. The the final boss on that is pretty pretty fucking hard, but it wasn't because of the game not being responsive or whatever. And it has it, it reminds me of those old uh if you ever and for anybody who had a Wii U and ever played the DS the DS games on their Wii U where it had that hideous background where it showed like all of the old DS. You remember yeah. that, Jeremy? It's, you know you could change that, right? Yeah, no, I know you could. <laughs> you could, but I just I I loved that that was an option that just incredibly stupid looking. Yeah. Well, you, you, you can do the same thing with this where it's like it shows the Neo Geo pocket color like there, mm-hmm. like the whole thing and the screen. But you can take it away if you want, but there's also different skins you can do, so it's not just like the regular one. You can add like stickers or whatever to your to your Neo Geo Pocket Color, so that's kind of cool. I, I basically just like zoomed it in and just took the background away. So, but it's still like only like a little like a third of the screen, you know, because it's because of mm-hmm. the aspect ratio and all that. But it looks pretty cool on there. Um, that was that was a good thing to get. I played I played around with the Witcher stuff, the new Witcher stuff. We mentioned this last year last week about the graphical upgrade edition for the Switch version. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of looked around online at what different people were saying for the settings for that. And what I, what I felt looks the, looked the best for me is just, uh, 
turning off the motion, turning off all the blur. There's like two different, there's like motion blur and another blur and turning off the bloom effects and then turning everything else up, like turning up the sharpness and the anti-aliasing and all that. And that seems to make it look pretty good from what I could see from playing it on the TV and playing it handheld. So I was able to play around with that and did a couple more missions on on that game. Did you see that uh, The Witcher for the Switch came out with updates so that you can update your save from um, your PC version? They are on there. Yeah, I found it. It's in in the menu. Yeah, there's a cloud Mm -hmm. option on there where you can pull in your save file from from Steam or... Yeah, I, I think it? I, I think can you do it the other way. So, like, if I bought it on Steam, could I? Yeah, I think it's continue? it's just it's just cloud, so you can play it on the go. Or I think it it gets super really cheap cool. on Steam. Yeah, yeah, because I got it I got it on um, GOG, and uh, I kind of want to get it on Switch eventually um, to to just like play around with, but I don't want to like do a whole new save. Mm-hmm. So. For sure, yeah. Depending depending on how far you are in it, I think I'm about like close to thirty hours in or something like that. But I don't feel like I've done any of the main missions. I feel like I've just been I'm doing like the side two hours stuff. in because I've been doing it for YouTube. Oh sure, so yeah. I'm not far at all. But yeah. but the thing is, I'm doing it for YouTube, so most of it will be like on my computer when I'm recording. Yeah. So you're playing. Yeah. So you're playing all of it. You're recording all of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did that for a couple games. It makes it takes it takes it longer to beat them when you're uh, when you have to record all of them, you know, because you can't just yeah, like, play yeah. for the fun. But of it. I like games that don't really end, so mm. I'm used to it. Sure, yeah, uh, yeah, and I think that's I think that's all that I've been playing for the most part this week. There's a little bit of a cat fight going on. Hold on, you got to break, got to break <laughs> up the my life. That happens every week. With Jeremy's yeah. cats like to yeah, they fight over my, getting on my lap and. I just try to keep them both off. They want they want to be on the podcast. They try to fight for the mic. <laughs> They're fighting for the right to use the mic. They want to jump on and give their impressions of dreams or whatever else. <laughs> I mean, they probably do have ideas. I mean, I've been sitting on the couch more. They like that instead of a like, computer. This is the Animal Crossing episode. This is for us. <laughs> We're well, animals. We can cross. They have. I've seen them cross. <laughs> they get really cross with each other. But but do they have furniture? Well, I guess your furniture is their furniture. So. Yeah, pretty much. They <laughs> use it more than I do. Yeah, and you um, and you yourself are probably their furniture also. Yeah, it's basically that's my life. So I've been playing the second Dragon Quest a lot this week. Dragon Quest Two. Um, I just got to the last dungeon, so I got all the uh, sigils or whatever they call them, and blah blah blah. Did it all. So so, you're I, mean, in I don't the... know if there's much in the way of side quests in that game. I really don't think there are. I think you have to get everything to win. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm at the final dungeon. I basically just saved once I opened it up and didn't really feel like messing with it today, but I might play it later tonight. So hopefully I'll have beaten this game by next week. Yeah, I figured, you'd be, I figured you'd be pretty close to the end because those first couple aren't that long. I mean, the first one's Two like, is significantly yeah. grander in scope than one. Yeah. I'd I'd say that two's probably around like twenty hours or something, and one's like 10, I'm I'm around like twenty hours. hours now, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I played that a couple hours this week. Um, lots of leveling up, and I can zoom like all over the place. I've got everything unlocked in the zoom menu except for one thing. So I'm not sure what I'm missing, but it's nice. Played a little bit of Dragon Quest Eight. Still haven't really made any progress. Just trying to level up more. Um, I've 
downloaded a game on PlayStation, and uh, while it was downloading, I played Symphony of the Night for a while, and uh, I had a lot of fun with it. It's a fun game, and I was like, kind of remembering like what was different about it, and I know, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but like, I forgot how much of a game changer it is that you can equip a weapon, different weapon in each hand. Uh-huh. It can make you like you can strike quicker because you can alternate your weapons. And I had totally forgotten about that, but had fun playing it for probably like 30 to 45 minutes the other day. Um, it's still fun. Uh, well, it was probably going to be mentioned later on in the sales, but uh mana collection went on sale this week for the switch for $15 through Best Buy. Yeah. For a physical. So you mm-hmm. went, but you, you ordered it, right? You didn't actually go to Best Buy to get it. Right. I ordered it. Um, so it's going to arrive Friday, so I don't have it yet, but yep. Add to my physical games. I think it's the third physical game I've bought this year. Maybe the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. There you go. But, uh, those, those games, games are kind of like Zelda, right? Yeah. So, sort of. Yeah. I mean, well, there's leveling up in that, but yeah, they're like action, action role playing games. And they're, uh, the, they've got a weird cooldown thing that was kind of introduced in, well, cooldown. Yeah. You, other things. Like, you, you can't, yeah. If you like a, a, attack a whole bunch at once, the, the, the power of your attacks will go down. Unless you wait for like it to recharge, uh, okay. this is a cooldown type thing. So, um, I've never played all the way through any of any of the mana games, but I figured for fifteen bucks, it's a cool little collection, and I've been meaning to buy it. So, yeah, that deal chance. was looking pretty good, and I was thinking about it. It's a multiplayer, also. I don't think, except I don't think you can do online multiplayer because the Secret of Mana and uh, whatever they're calling the new one, Trials of Mana, the third one. They're, those are both those are both uh, multiplayer games, but I don't know if you can do it through the internet. But you can do it like couch co op, and the Secret Amount has a three player. You can play with three people, right, at once. So which had its own weird proprietary adapter for the yeah. There was yeah, you had to use the four player adapter, but you don't have to anymore because you know future technology. Because the Bluetooth shit. Yeah, <laughs> you could do the same thing with the uh, the Wii one. Do three player on it. But no, it's cool. And yeah, there's a Game Boy, the, what is it? Final Fantasy Saga 1 or Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Legend. No, I think it's Final Fantasy Legend. So I but, technically but that's like the first Final Fantasy game as well. You did, yeah. But in name only, really. I did mention at the top of the show, uh feel like I am really liking my PS4 this week because I bought Dreams and I was talking about it last week. I'd just been watching a ton of YouTube videos about it and I was just like, finally just kind of like, I, I should just buy it. It's 40 bucks, so it's not quite as expensive as most games and i think for what it gives you it's totally worth it um and i i don't i could talk about it forever because it's really really deep and i honestly don't completely understand it so i would also speculate while i was talking but uh it's just a really cool like uh developer suite to make games on your ps4 yeah and you can uh you can actually play nintendo games on your ps4 sort of that's right because so people yeah. are making their own like recreations of uh, Nintendo games and Sonic's on there. Uh, yeah, and there's like Mario stuff and Yoshi, whatever. I've seen various because you can like add, you can like put your own audio and stuff on there too. I'm interested. How, can you record stuff or do you have to like? You can. I don't know how yet, but you can. Is it just to make like platformers or can you make like RPG type games or? There's definitely RPGs. There's first person shooters. There's like people did like, you know, like you said, platformers like Banjo-Kazooie mm-hmm. I've seen in there. Um, 
And then there's and like even Gex. like uh, adventure, <laughs> like point and click games. Uh, I played a version of Tetris for a while today and it had a hold function and everything. Like, what? so, it, I mean, it worked, it seemed like it worked great. Um, I'm curious. How, so like, I've seen some like really good looking models on there. Do you really create all that stuff just with the PS4 controller? Yes. Wow. That's impressive. It's not really used in many other games, but it's got a super sensitive uh, motion sensor in it. And like, well, I think you can it's use almost the, like using a, a touch screen. It a feels touch very screen similar to using Wiimote, just with you know, obviously a more a, a different orientation. Okay, I've heard you can use the the move controllers too, right? Yep. Got Which it. I don't have, so I probably won't be doing. Is that. there any VR integration? I'm wondering if like people not are, yet, but they want they're going okay. to eventually. Yeah, it's a thing they're talking about because. They're just hoping this thing's going to blow up and it's going to like take on a life of its own. And they're doing that eventually. There, people can actually like sell their games they make. Oh, that's cool! Really? Yeah. Like they're gonna? There's going to be a monetary aspect in there. Well, like where you have to that's, pay you know, through the store or whatever. Dream at this point, but I guess I, I I was watching some different videos about it, and it kind of just started as a you know a a tool of like yeah like a. 3D sculpting tool they were working on and then it just expanded to this crazy package of full gameplay so or full game making so I figured instead of really talking about it because it probably would just be easier to look it up I was just going to list some games I played on it that I thought were really cool and just kind of also give you an idea of what you know the the full spectrum because you don't have to make levels it's like Mario Maker in that regard where you can just play levels and then there's also a full campaign in it's like three or four hour campaign or it might be shorter than that. Yeah. That was made fully with the assets with it that are within the, the thing, but made by media molecule who are the ones who made little big planet. Yeah. I hope they fix the jumping. Is the jumping better now? Um, <laughs> I mean, you can, as far as I can tell, there's, it's all customizable. So okay. playing like, uh, you know, remade games, the jumping always feels wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying the little big planet always felt wrong to me. Like the jumping in it didn't feel right. Felt like way too floaty. And I had a hard time with the getting through the levels that were in there that they made, that the medium molecule made. Yeah. So, but. Well, this is super, I don't know. It's super select. The interface is really easy. Um, But anyway, I'm just going to list some um, things I played that I thought were really cool. So I thought of you, John, when I played this. Nintendo Golden Dream. That's what the game's called. Nintendo <laughs> Golden Dream. Yeah, it's it's Goldeneye sixty four, but made for it's just the first level of Goldeneye. Nice. Made for uh right. So people make these games like where the screens at the beginning and everything, like so pivoting their own like game companies and stuff, like when they're making these creations, but Nintendo says Nintendo but Nintendo like rotating like the original logo in the game, like when you power it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's yeah, Golden Dream and uh it's really like hilarious looking. It's almost like it reminded me a little bit of like if if you remade it into like a Lego game, like kind of that like weird like stiff motion of everything mm, and yeah. everything super cartoony. Nobody's really like dying, but they're like making really loud like sounds whenever they die because, like Trey said, you can record your own audio. So that game was really cool. I was surprised by how true to the original uh, game it was, what they were able to reproduce. Which the next one, uh. Hi- there's like a full Hyrule field from uh, Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. So you can't like really go off into the, in it to any of the other sections. I guess Long Lawn Ranch is in it, but I didn't explore it. But it's crazy because you can actually see like Death Mountain off in the distance and like 
you can look into the castle with the drawbridge down and see Hyrule Town like back in the distance, but you can't go to it. Mm. So I, it's just crazy like how someone was able to completely put all that together. And Epona's in there too. You could ride Epona. Yeah, I figured. Oh. I would hope there'd be a horse in there. So yeah, that's hard. Ride around. Yeah. Most of these things, as you're going to hear, like, you know, little tech demos almost, but it's more like, or proof of concept, because obviously, you know, with just a really small amount of people working on a, on each thing. Right. It just was officially released like a week ago, right? Yeah. I guess the beta has been out for almost, or whatever the alpha, whatever they call it, has been out for like a year. But um, let's see. There's a game I play called The Pilgrim, where you're like this little wizard guy, and you just keep gaining powers as you go. And like, hard to explain, but it, it's the graphics are really, really good. Or yeah, this, whatever they did, it, it looked really, really good. Uh, and you're like, you're going through these different like dimensions and doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It's just like one long corridor almost, but you do like fight enemies and stuff. So it's cool. There's this one called witchy woods, which I actually saw in a uh, donkey video. Uh, I, I remembered when I oh, yeah. started playing it, that was in his video, but uh, yeah, I watched, yeah, I saw that you're this guy with like a really, that's just like, He's just like, oh gosh, like this is the worst thing ever. I left my car on the other side of witchy woods. And then you have to walk through the woods and there's these like witches that are stalking you. And if they catch you, that you die. They like boil you in a kettle. But once you get to the other side, you get your car and then you just drive back and you can like run the witches over with your car. (laughs) Yeah. And you can knock knock all the trees down also. (laughs) It's like real life. Pretty silly. And then, yeah, at the end, it just says the man is safe. And then that's the end of the game. (laughs) Yeah, so it seems like most of the, like, it, like it's all kind of, the fun of is, is whatever people put into it, which is the same as, like, Mario Maker, that type of thing. But Yeah, it, the weir- kind of the weirder it is, the better, uh-huh. like, because it, some people have done some pretty awesome, like, stuff, like, you know, people are just posting, like, 3D models on there and stuff, uh-huh. too, you know, it's not just straight up yeah, some of gaming stuff, so. And then there's a full, a full music, like, creation suite in it, too. Something like Fruity Loops or something. Yeah. Where it's like a bunch of samples and stuff. And I think you can put audio in that too. And you can like, and so you can just like, I've look heard at, some original songs that were pretty cool, like complete with lyrics and stuff. And you can just like look at food, right? Like people just like render like really uh-huh. nice looking food and that's like all it is. You can just like move around and look at like spaghetti and meatballs or something. That's, that's what I've seen. There's this uh, music game I was playing called Piano or Player Piano Player. And you're the, like a robot playing the player piano in like an old, like um, old Wild West saloon Western, kind of yeah. scenario. And if you make mistakes, like it's a music game where you're like almost like Parappa, where you're hitting the four face buttons of the mm-hmm. PlayStation controller, and uh, in time with the music as he's playing, like you know, an old timey sounding saloon jam. And um, as you mess up, like you'll see like little like reticules will appear, appear on you. Because they're like the, the people in the bar getting pissed off and they're going to shoot you. <laughs> and so that's kind of like your little like uh, indicator that you're not playing well. And then you'll also like you can like dodge to the left and the right to avoid the bullets as they shoot them at you while you're playing. So <laughs> nice. that's pretty silly. But I got pretty far in that, but I ended up dying after a while because um, it starts to get really fast. There was a game I played called Comic Sans where it like starts out 2D and it like changes to 3D eventually. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. So it's like cool that you could blend genres i guess and that's the thing you'll see on there a lot too um but my favorite game i think that i played was uh bowling with guns and that's my pick of the week <laughs> and you just Ooh. shoot pins you just shoot pins on the game yep. it looks a lot like wee bowling i mean they've gone out of their way to like reproduce the feel of wee bowling with mm. the, 
a very similar sort of like music in the background. And then you can hear the ambiance of a, of a, uh, like bowling alley and you can he- see people bowling next to you and stuff, but they're all just like shooting the, the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> pins down. So yeah, you just, a, a little reticule appears and you use the motion aiming of the, um, PlayStation controller to, to shoot at it. And it's pretty fun. Mm. Um, what's really funny about it is like when it shows the replay, cause it'll like do the replay like most bowling games do. It says like mostly accurate, like co- copyrighted, uh, uh, replay because you can tell like it's rendering it again, like for the replay. And then the pins don't ever work the same way the second time. So it's really funny because like you'll like knock down eight pins and like only six will get knocked down in the replay. But <laughs> it'll still say eight on the, the, the score sheet. But yeah, like I said, I could talk forever about this game. Um, I probably will have more to say about it next week because I'm playing through all the tutorials. Yeah. And I'm going to start trying to make something of my own on there. So and you I'll have can... more to say about that next week. But yeah. yeah, between playing, I've played a little bit of like the, the campaign that's built into it. But mostly I've just been having fun playing the user-created content. And you can jump right into it, right? You don't have to do the tutorial. Like you could just go straight to the user-made stuff. There's like there's a really the short thing. tutorial you have yeah. to do at the beginning, but yeah. you can get through it in like 10 minutes mm-hmm. it's just kind of teaching you how the uh the uh, motion aiming works with the playstation controller and mm. it's weird at first but it does become pretty intuitive after a while can you use like the touch screen thing in the middle to like draw stuff too you can because there's like that sort of weird touch screen button in the middle but of it the is an playstation option. controller mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was kind of especially used for like scaling and stuff yeah, I was on the fence about it. I was like, well, I'll probably have a lot of fun like digging through to try to find all the stuff, but it's like also it'll go on sale eventually. Like, yeah, it's like do I need there there actually is sale, a but... there is a huge sale going on right now on the PlayStation. I just saw it earlier when I was watching mm-hmm. YouTube stuff on there, but so a lot of a lot of shit is on sale. So I thought about like getting some something else maybe. Another thing to just sit on there and not get played, mm-hmm. but well, I paid full <laughs> price for it, so also, it's the second game I paid. I think that's only the second game I paid full price for on the PlayStation Four. I've had for yeah. three years. And I thought all the stuff. No, that's you not bought. true. I got Persona. I played. I think I paid full price for Persona. I thought you paid full price for all the stuff when you bought it. Like when you bought it, no, like you bought like I bought three most games. Of it at disc replay initially. Oh, okay. Did you buy Red Dead Redemption too? Yeah, that was the other one I bought full price. So yeah. this is the third one, I guess, that I bought full price. But this was only forty, so you know, it's yeah. a win for me. Uh, sure. So yeah, I'll have more to say about next week, but. That's really about all I've been playing this week. Well, cool. I can't wait to hear more about that next week. I've been curious, curious about the game myself. Yeah, I um, want to check it out now. Yeah, you're you're big into building stuff, Fuchsia. So I would see that. I would think that you'd be into it, right? Yeah, surprisingly, like I never got super into uh, Mario Maker, yeah. which I thought I would. So I don't know, but I definitely I want to check it out and see. Seeing a game like Mario Maker, where people have done all this crazy stuff, you know, working with the game's limitations, so to speak, to like make you know, they do, it's the same thing with Minecraft, like the weird, like little machines pay, people make and stuff to exploit the 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 way that, that things behave in the game. Um, this is like almost like it gives you like all that just out the gate as far as I can tell. So mm-hmm. it is kind of interesting. Like I do wonder, like over time, it's going to get to a point where people are going to be working against the limitations of the game. And then that's where like some crazy shit's going to happen. But it's probably going to have it's probably going to take a while. Yeah. Once they yeah. figure out. Right everything yeah it's, so, it's, you know eventually people were like creating a computer that could play minecraft within minecraft so i wonder what's going to happen in dreams eventually like, someone's going to you know obviously someone's going to recreate dreams within dreams but i just wonder what other kind of crazy shit's going to happen to be like the longer the longer you wait on it the more stuff will be there 
by the time mm-hmm. you get to it. So. True. Oh, and they also so, yeah. do, uh, and it just want to briefly mention, it reminded me a little bit of the whole like art community that I was briefly like, kind of like paying attention to because they have like game jams and stuff where like mm. you have like a limited period of time to make some sort of thing based on a theme. And then, uh, then they cool. award like, you know, a spotlight spot, I think is what you win. I don't know if you win anything else, but there's someone that played the, the, uh, the, whatever the original version they released. I don't, I can't remember if it's called a beta or an alpha, but it was a paid version that came out last year for PC, I think. But one of the one of the people that was playing it that was like getting noticed for their levels got hired and like runs like they are like uh, the community. There's some sort of like community management, yeah. Huh. Like so, it's crazy to think within less less than a year, someone's gotten a job in the company based on what they've done in the game. Wow, yeah, hmm. that's so, cool. Interesting, interesting stuff. Yep. Well, this week I got uh, the Doom games. The Doom games were all on sale. Yeah, like so super one, two and three, like super yeah, cheap too, right? Like like yeah. under like under five dollars. Yeah, under six bucks. Have you played Have you played three at all? No, I didn't play that one yet because um, that one was going to take the longest to download, and I wanted to jump on. So oh, okay, so yeah. I played one and two. Yeah, because I was wondering because yeah. three is the one that's kind of divisive. Because I remember actually when it came out, talking to your roommate Eric about it. Yeah, because he was into it, but a lot of people weren't. I guess didn't like it because it was. So atmospheric, and it was less just like run around and kill stuff. It was more what console they were trying to like. Was it? I thought it was game. Like it was like GameCube four. Oh, really? It was, so like, it was like it was like late. yeah, Xbox GameCube. But I think it was. I thought it was. Well, it was on Xbox. I think the actual first one. But I know a lot of people played it on PC that I talked to. That's probably. What I just remembered at the time, went to the website said basically this is like the benchmark for graphical performance yeah uh, and i remember being really impressed by it it doesn't uh i don't think it's held up that well i don't think it looks so no. great now but i actually have i have it on ps3 and switch so so there there was like some version that i got that came with like doom 1 and 2 and 3 on ps3 that i got really cheap so it was eventually on that but i don't know if it was launched when it when it came out but i'm just interested because they i feel like they kind of tried to make it too much like sort of Resident Evil survival horror-y. Like, that's what I got from it. Instead okay. of instead of just like the fun, like run and kill stuff in the new Doom that we that we get. This one's kind of more of like a try to scare you type thing. You know, make it a little bit more. There's some mood, sort of flashlight right? mechanic, right? Make it like slower and moody. I, I don't, think there was. Yeah, I don't. I think you can attach it to your gun or something. I don't remember. I remember. Well, I played it when you came over, Trey, a couple months ago. And um, Doom 3? My impression. Yep. Oh, okay. My impression of it, having just played the first two again yesterday, was that the first two are definitely more run and gun. The first two are more. I love the first. Are two. more are more yeah. like the current generation Doom than I think Doom Three was. Yeah, that's Doom. Doom Three was kind of a slow. It seemed like kind of a slow starter. Oh, it's like really you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're talking at the beginning, or some people are talking to you at the beginning, which obviously didn't even happen in Doom One and Two. Yeah, and so they tried to make it more cinematic. Yeah. And and, and actually the the Doom three that I had on PS three like I never actually made it to the I never actually made it to the part where you fight people because I remember just like wandering around and trying to figure out what's happening like at the very beginning of the game because I got lost already like in the first like hour of it and I never actually got to any demons to shoot so I was like I was like well this is kind of lame but I was like I'll I'll try it again on Switch I'm just interested because it's yeah it's definitely a departure from the regular Doom. And that's why I like the new Doom so much because it went back to like what one and two were, where it's just very much like 
run and kill, you know, really fast, you know, it's, it's kill as many demons as you can and they'll have more for every level. But, but yeah, for having them so cheap, I mean, that's a definite steal there, you know, and there's like lots of levels on those first two ones. Like you could play Doom one and two for a long time if you stay with it. Right, right. Yeah. So, and they finally fixed it to where you don't have to get online to play it. So I remember that was an update. That they yeah, did. I was kind of surprised. So, um, I, I played one first and then I had to sign up for a Bethesda account and, um, log in. You know, whenever I, whenever I enter passwords, I use a program called One Password. It makes all your passwords like extremely complicated. Mm. So typing those in on the switch can be, can be a little bit laborious. Mm. Uh, so the second time uh, when I went to go play Doom 2, I was like, oh boy, I'm going to have to enter my big long password again. It's going to take me another 10 minutes. Um, I was surprised that I was still logged in. Like, even though I yeah, was yeah. going into a separate separate game from Doom 1 to Doom 2, I was still logged into Bethesda. Like, there's some communication happening between the two games or something. Yeah, so it, so, re- it remembered it. That's good. Yeah, it remembered it. I didn't have to log in again. Yeah. So I guess you do still have to log in. I thought because I think you log, I thought log, you could bypass it. I, log, I logged in one time, and that was it. Cool. No wonder if it's just on your actual Nintendo account. Like yeah, that. maybe so. Any? Uh, I mean, any, any impressions of Doom One and Two? I mean, I don't know when you played those games last. The last time I played those, probably the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Are they still fun? Um, <laughs> still fun. Yeah, it's still fun. Is it weird to not and, be able to aim? I don't know. I don't know how much of a first-person shooter person you are, John. Like, I don't know. Well, I guess you played the other Doom on Switch, but the new yeah, one I got worked. the other Doom. You know, GoldenEye, all the stuff that people play. I'm not a big first-person shooter. It's not like my number one genre, but I played it all, a bunch of them. Um, I prefer. Um, well, I guess the, the 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 biggest difference or disconnect or whatever you want to call it is seeing the 16-bit. Yeah, MS MS DOS graphics, but using a controller. Yeah, that like just felt weird, mm. not using the keyboard and mouse. Um, but yeah, I actually prefer the controller anyway. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, for those like you're not really actually. Yeah, I always prefer the controller to keyboard. And mouse. But I just like so closely associated because I, I did play a lot of Wolfenstein back in the day. Everybody sure. had Wolfenstein because yeah. we were just passing it around to each other. If you ever. Um, yeah, I was going to say, if you ever find, like, Wolfenstein 2 on the Switch for really, really cheap, that has all of the original Wolfenstein in it. So, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that was actually my favorite thing about that game was the original Wolfenstein. I played that more than I did <laughs> the actual Wolfenstein 2 game because I didn't really care for that game. But the Wolfenstein is in there. <laughs> Once you get to that part, you can just play the – I mean, they changed it a little bit because it's supposed to be a game that, like, the guy has. So it's not called Wolfenstein. It's called a different thing. But it's the same oh. game. It's it's That's cool. and it's all on there and it's all like hilariously, yeah. It's I like I like like you know bad graphics like on an HD TV. I get a kick out of that. So Doom is always is fun on the Switch because you can play it on an HD TV with all the old school sprites and all that, and it looks nice it's like HD sprites. Yeah, it runs smooth. Yeah, is that is that all you got then? That's what I got. All right, cool. Well, uh, Fuchsia, what you've been playing for the week? So. Animal Crossing, of course. Um, I've been playing Happy Home Designer, though. I haven't really been playing much of New Leaf. Um, I've been doing Happy Home Designer, which is the side game that came out in, Uh, like, 2015. Yeah. Um, So I started a new save first stream, like, a while back. And so we've been playing a lot of that. Um, 
not much to say about that. I still think it's a great game, a great side game. It's not a main game, and I can't wait for New Horizons. Um, but but we'll get to that. Um, I've been playing. What else have I been playing? Um, well, I started Witcher. I'm not very far into it whatsoever, but I started that. Oh, today I bought um, Unravel Two. Yeah, it's on. It's on sale on the eShop for five dollars until the end of the month. Um, yeah, I bought. And- I- I bought it for the same price when it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I played a little bit of Unravel One, um, but I had it on PC, and the PC controls are just so much harder. Mm. So I eventually got to a point where I got stuck and just like I knew what I needed to do, but couldn't actually do it with the PC controls. Um, so I might go back because I've been playing Unravel Two today, and um, the controls are so much better with a controller. So I might go back and buy um, Unravel One for for my PS4 because it wasn't released on the switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I might go back and buy that eventually just and actually finish the game, even though I've watched people stream it. So I did see most of the game, yeah. but unravel two is just like, it's a nice chill game. It's just like really beautiful. Like the scenery is just gorgeous. And, um, and it's yarn is my favorite thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's, it's really nice, um, and I like I like figuring out the puzzles because I'm not very good at puzzles in video games, but I can figure these out. They're not too easy, but they're easy enough for me. Do you do you, do you play it single player? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I know like a lot of it's based around uh, co-op, like how yeah, that works. It's made so that you can play a single player or co-op. Um, so it's probably like maybe a little more um, cohesive as two player as co-op but like as single player you just like you switch back and forth between the yarnies um but it's so it takes a little bit more time probably to do to do the puzzles um but but yeah you can play it as single player yeah um other than that i feel like i'm forgetting everything i've been playing didn't you uh, uh, but (laughs) minecraft of course um the nether update has is has not been released, um, but the snapshots have come out for it, and I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for the Nether update because the Nether is like probably my least favorite place in the entire game, and I'm so ready for it to like have something interesting in it. So, so they bring something to it. So, I mean, I haven't bit, played Minecraft in a while, but yeah, it's like Nether Fortresses was like it. yeah. So the basically the whole nether is getting changed uh, like what you know as of as the nether is going to be a very small part of it there's going to be different biomes um so there's going to be like there's i forget the official names i think it's the crimson forest and then there's like a blue forest um and then there's also like soul sand um deserts or something um so there's like all these there's a bunch of different biomes and there's going to be like trees that specifically only grow in the nether um that make really like gorgeous like doors and stuff um that i'm really really excited about so um the snapshot is out which is basically like the beta version of the update the snapshot is out. i played around within single player a tiny bit and i just I can't wait for it to be released officially, but that'll probably be in like a couple of months. So huh. is it still going to be completely enclosed overhead? Like it's going to stay. Yeah. It's going to look kind of the same with the lava falling everywhere, but yeah. Yeah. It still has lava falling everywhere. Um, there's uh 
So you're going to see a lot of burning trees, probably. Not as much as you would think, but yes, <laughs> possibly. But um, so like the at least the blue forest, um, because that was my favorite part. Um, I it's the the most peaceful part of the Nether. Um, not so much like uh, the neutral mobs spawn in there, but not so much they're they're adding more mobs um, that are more uh, more. Um, violent and you don't they don't need to be attacked to attack you um but but the neutral mobs spawn in the blue forest and uh so i like you can actually live there and um except you can't sleep in the bed still right. but nice. um but so i so i was exploring one of the blue forests and uh there was like i saw like one lava one lava fall but that was it pretty much in the blue forest. So I don't know if that's specific to the blue forest. I don't know about the red forest. Um, but yeah, there's still lava, but it's not as, it's not as frequent as in like the default biome. So you bought, so you find a blue forest in the nether and then you build a portal. Yeah. <laughs> there and then build an actual house in the real world or like just a, just a hut with a bed. Yeah. I mean, like if you're in the nether, you don't have to sleep anyway. So that's true. But but yeah, um I'm really excited for that update. So I've been playing been playing Minecraft, um getting into some modded stuff finally on Minecraft. So that's that's about it. And I finally I finally finished Night in the Woods. Took me like a year. Nice. It's, how it's you- not a very long game. I'm just very bad <laughs> at finishing games. It's like eight hours. Uh, how did how did you like it? <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. So the funny thing is, um, I like Night in the Woods. We I, yeah. I was playing it. Um, my friend, my best friend, was visiting over Christmas, and I was playing it. Um, while he was hanging out with me, and I was just like, I feel like I'm at the end of this game, but it's not the end of the game. And yeah. I put it away, and I didn't pick it up again until like this past weekend and because i was sick and i picked it up and i go to like the next day in game and it's like the end epilogue <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like oh <laughs> yeah i was like okay it was like after 20 minutes of playing it was like that's the end of the game i was like oh i i guess i was done but, <laughs> yeah. but that um, that happens i mean i that happens to me a lot like i talked about it last week like same thing with like like the Team Sonic Racing, I was like, I'll play this for a while, and it's like one race, and it's like you're done, and I'm like, what? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I, I mean, there was like two races maybe, but I was like, oh, I guess I'm at the end, and there's credits. And I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've done that before. I know. Didn't you do that with uh, Shenmue, John, where you were like at the end and you didn't know what to do, and then you figured out what to do, and it was the end. I think we did that at at my apartment like a long time ago. Yeah, I think it was something like that, or then there was the other one was uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. When I got stuck uh, at the at the end of disc one, there was the nemesis fight, and I accidentally saved. Yeah, like I saved like two health left, and it was like an impossible situation, and I had to like retire the game because I didn't have any way to beat it. Mm-hmm. And then I got, found a game shark like two years later. Like, guess I can finally beat it. <laughs> and then it was the end for me because the second disc was scratched. Oh yeah, yeah, so, I remember, I remember yeah, that. that was my sorry. Worst one. And uh, speaking speaking of that type of stuff in the on the Mega Man collection, those checkpoints they give you full life when you come back to life. Also, so it doesn't like it doesn't screw you into one of those things where like you walk past the checkpoint and you'll come back with whatever life you had when you walk past there. It gives you all your life back. So it's another great thing on there. So you don't have to worry about like 
oh, I only have like two bars and I'll get killed. It'll you get everything back. So, but yeah, if that's uh, that's all we've been playing, we can uh, take a break and then we'll talk about a little bit of news, but mostly Animal Crossing Direct, of course. So, all right. we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, you! It's me, Mario! Yeah, you! <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired! Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon feeding you the same old video game news on every single show? Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Let's let's talk about some news really quick before we jump into the Animal Crossing Direct, because that'll be like the main meat of the show here, but here is the news, I promise you it's the news. I just sure. want to mention a couple of things. Jeremy, did you watch the Yacht Club Direct from today? I did. I actually watched it right before the uh, before we met up tonight, so I did. Nice. That's what my nickname came from. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was hoping that you would have seen it, because I watched it too. And it actually felt it felt a lot like a Nintendo Direct. Like they had kind of really like did. the they have like the same colors and like kind of the same little like rectangle at the bottom that says like coming out, whatever, you know, like it really and they and they like I didn't watch any of the other previous Yacht Club Directs from last year, but 
I know they like showed up and were like, oh, well, we thought that you should, you know, we, we thought that we should, uh, show our faces and, you know, let us let you know who we are or whatever. I wonder if like, so my first thought when I was watching it was like, I wonder if when they started filming this direct, their yacht club direct, if there was already people complaining online about Nintendo not having a direct and they were just like hoping the whole time, like, please don't release a direct Nintendo. Please don't. Oh yeah. Because they, uh, definitely copy the format. Oh, and sure. It was intentional. Yeah. Well, I guess you'd call it a tribute, even. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I think it's cool to show like just how much people, just how much of an effect the Nintendo Direct has had on other companies, where other people are like, you know, why don't we just do that? It's like way easier to do. You can like easily just present exactly what you're trying to sell and all that. And I think it's cool. I think think it's like yeah, like it's like a tribute to the Direct that they're doing. Do they so. call it a Direct too? Oh yeah. Well, I thought it was. Isn't it like a? I thought it was a showcase or. Or something, I forget. I forget what they exact exactly named it as. But I mean, it's it's totally. I I call it a direct. It was Yacht Club Games presents, is what it was called. Uh, okay. So close enough. But it totally felt like a direct, just like just with the way that it was structured and all that. But yeah, no, they um, and there's a lot of lot of Switch stuff in there. But they uh, it's it was cool. They went through. They showed like the progress of shovel Knight over all the years. Like they, so they tooted their own horn. Yeah. They them out, but I think they deserve that. Yeah. They talk about like, you know, when it originally was crowdfunded or like kickstarted and all the extra stuff that came with it. And, and of course they mentioned like how specter Knight like came out with the release of the switch, like with the, you know, like it, it, it came out on the same day as that, which that was one of the first games I bought for the switch was that specter Knight. Cause I didn't have, there wasn't a whole lot to play and I wanted to play something cause I already had Twilight Princess on the Wii U. So I wanted to play something on my Switch and that was a game that I got on there. But yeah, they talk about like that and like all the, you know, all of the different editions and they also showed a little bit more of the Cyber, Cyber Shadow, that Ninja Gaiden looking game that looks really cool. That's coming that's out, cool. coming out in the fall now. It doesn't have an actual date, but they said the fall. Uh, it has Did it differentiate itself much from the messenger. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's like going to be silly like the messenger, mm-hmm. but uh, what was it? Um, so I was playing something else that reminded me of the messenger. Maybe it was Mega Man Zero also. Oh yeah, no, it was totally it was totally Mega Man Zero because or ZX because some of the some of the bosses like you remember that boss with the hands that you jump on that move around. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a boss mm-hmm. like that in Mega Man. So I, I just wondered if they just took that straight out from that game, which uh, I mean because that one has a lot more years on it than the messenger does. Remind it reminded me a lot of that, but but yeah, Noah. They talked about all the different stuff with that, and also the Cyber Ninja one is getting amiibo support to where you can scan all of the Yacht Club made amiibo and change the color of your ninja and like give him mm-hmm. a little like character that follows you, like a yeah, like a familiar based on the yeah, character. yeah, based on whatever one you scan. So that's kind of cool. Like you can do like you know the Shovel Knight and of course the three like the King Knight, the Specter Knight, the whatever the other knight is that I can't remember. But and, and it'll change the color of you and you also have like this little familiar guy with you. So it's pretty cool. I'm definitely psyched about that Cyber Shadow game. I know they said uh they said they weren't gonna add anything more to the treasure trove. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Any extra versions, but that's finally done, yeah. Although they did update the uh the the fighting game. Which one's that's called? I haven't played much of it, but Oh they, yeah, the uh, shuffle or whatever some characters shakedown, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they added some stuff to that. Also, you can play the card game multiplayer. I guess you couldn't originally do that on King of Cards. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, that is something worth mentioning. They gave some cheat codes that were going to be able to be used within the game. So yeah. 
so to speak. Yeah, it looked kind of it was like it was like L and Y or something like that or nothing too complicated but yeah. still kind of cool that rather than just have, you know, a new option on the menu you have to do this special thing. But mm-hmm. uh they did mention they talked a little bit about Shovel Knight Dig, just that it was still in production. Not coming out till next year. I I thought it'd be out before that. This they is- mentioned it uh they introduced a new like night though and that was the uh the be- it was like a beetle based. Yeah, they they night. Yeah, they introduced a f- couple different nights for different things, but yeah, the one that the one for that was like the one with the vacuum, right? Like looked like he had like a vacuum thing above his head, something like that's that. That's where my like nickname night. came from, my uh, entomological enclave, because that's something they said, and it just sounded like I can just imagine like reading the line for that commercial and like saying it wrong over and over again. <laughs> it's not that. It's not actually not that hard to say. I've said it twice. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. Uh, yeah, I watched the whole thing. I was. Actually, thought the uh, the pocket dungeon game looked pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's the big announcement that I wanted to mention. Mention is, uh, yeah, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. It's basically like it's like a it's like a puzzle game, but you're like playing it. So it's kind of like Warriors Woods a little bit. It's like a rogue. Is it going to be a roguelike type puzzle game, whatever? Because because uh-huh. you like go from level to level and you put like guys together to get rid of them. I don't know. It looks like something that I'd want to play. Looks a little like Warriors Woods and a little like a uh, puzzle fighter. Yeah. And it has a there's a new night for that too. Uh, the puzzle night is getting getting added to that game. So, so yeah, for any uh, any shovel night fans, it's definitely worth watching because you could see all the cool stuff in there. I mean, they've come a long way. Like, uh, and I guess I, they said that shovel night won game of the year when it came out from the game awards. Yes, it did. That's something I stand behind. That's a great game. That would have been 2013 or 2014. Yeah, yeah, shovel night's cool. I mean, I'm glad that they're. Doing some stuff, and they showed uh they showed very blurred pictures of their computer screens being like, and we're working on other games, new games, yeah. and they just didn't say anything about it. But they're like, they're very interesting. We, we can't tell you anything. It was very much like smoke and mirrors, whatever. I thought it was kind of funny, but yeah, no, it was it was cool to see that, and and I like the the overall Switch support in there. You know, they're definitely everything is coming to Switch. Like they definitely mentioned that you know that. Spectre Knight came out with Switch, and they talked about the Amiibo that, that they've made, and and that was on their calendar of like how they were the only person to make like a third party Amiibo and all that stuff, and they did all these things with Nintendo, and it, there was a little bit of other stuff like I, I didn't know they had a crossover with the with like the with what Battletoads on mm-hmm. Xbox and a crossover with like Kratos on PlayStation. I didn't know about that, but mm. but yeah, it was it was nice stuff to see on there. So so yeah, that was that was the. Yacht Club Direct. Is there anything I forgot, Jeremy, that you can think of? Not that I can think of. Oh, okay. Also, there was um, there was some Platinum stuff unveiled. Yeah. They have a new Project GG. This looks really cool. Project GG. Is that Project? Good? I always wanted to play a GG Allen Simulator. Is it, I was going <laughs> to say, is that a Project Good game? Is that, is that what they're going for there? Uh, from what I saw of the picture, I was like, man, those graphics look pretty good. Is that going to not be a Switch game? <laughs> I don't know. It's supposed it to be. It says it's a Switch game. Oh, it does. It does, yeah. Okay. Like the Switch logo. I thought that it... And I think if you watched the end of the trailer, I think GG is a reference to Henshin and Go-Go Baby. Oh, okay. I know they said it was... They said something yeah. along those lines. Project well, GG is a Go-Go. Okay. Well, they said uh, they said that it was like the final the final part of the Hero Trilogy, I guess. Right, which, which is, I didn't even know they were making... A trilogy, which is but. Beautiful Joe, Wonderful One Hundred and One, and this. I mean, it's kind of a stretch because Beautiful Joe was two games, so that's like it's. I it was don't know. three games, really. What was the third one? Oh, oh the, the DS the one. DS one? 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was Beautiful Joe 1 and 2 and then that. And I mean, that's cool that they're going they're going to stick in the same sort of thing with that, but and I, and there's like an actual trailer for um Wonder Woman for 101 too, right? Was there? I didn't see that. No, I mean just like a just like a real t- a teaser trailer. Like I, I saw that on YouTube. It's like a 15 second thing for their for oh, the okay. re- for the remastered version. So that came up. Yeah, and they actually did announce that uh, it's coming out on your birthday, May 19th. Yay! Yay for birthday games. How about Real Mist? I'm excited about this one. Yeah, we never talked about Real Mist. Now, yeah, that, Real Mist. That was a Real Mist on our parts. <laughs> you guys can talk about it. I think Mist is a whatever. It's, no, it's I not like my cup game, of tea. Man. I love that game because, well, first of all, everybody had that game back in the day. If you Except had a PC, me. you had Mist, right? I got really into it. I got Riven. Uh, I never played number three or any of the other ones after that. But, um, yeah, Real Mist is coming out. Uh, at, rather, the pre-order goes live. It was announced this week uh, on February 28th. So it's still no word on the release date, but Limited Run Games is the ones, they're the ones putting it out. And I'm glad to get an update on it because we were just wondering not too long ago uh, where this game was. Weirdly enough, there was actually, there was a missed port on DS. Like, I thought that was pretty crazy. Oh, that, that's right. That actually came to the original DS. I mean, I, I had a friend that played Mist. I just, I don't know. He he was pretty much uh, annoyed by it most of the time, so it annoyed me as well. So that's my experience. What I, with, what with I kind of gathered from the lo- limited amount of time I tried to play it was that it was definitely a product of its time. Like, yeah, if it, if like when it first came out, like people were super excited talking to each other about it, and everyone was playing it or whatever. Then yeah. it's probably a little cooler, but now it's just so hard to play because it's just like a really hard point and click adventure game. But that, but this real Mist version is supposed to like kind of like make it more 3D and more playable, right? Instead of yeah, like, it's actually fully rendered now. Instead of like the static pictures, static yeah. images, yeah. So um, that's yeah, right. fully so rendered now. So it's got that going for it. Also, I remember at the end, it doesn't really have an ending. It's just a dude like sitting in a room, and that's like the way it ends. Like the first one. I think that's the bad ending, though. Oh, I, there's, I mean, there's a bad ending. There's a good ending. Yeah, because that's definitely not a good ending. That ending, and I had a lot of friends that were pissed off about it because they're like, "What the fuck?" Like I'm. There's just this dude in a, in a room, and I can't do anything else. And it's like, and there was no, I don't, I mean, we couldn't find any game facts or anything like that at the time, so we didn't really know what was happening. We were just like, oh well, we'll fuck this game because they had that thing at the end. I don't know. I mean, that'll be one for you guys to check out, and or for you to check out, John, and let me know about it. I just my experience with Mist is it's gone away. It's like mist in the wind or something. It's disappeared. <laughs> it missed you by. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There was a. They announced a Samurai Jack game coming out for Switch. I watched the trailer of it. It looks pretty cool. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that show. So I'm interested in that game. That's all we need to, need to say about that. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 will be available at PAX East, playable. They're also yeah. bringing. Uh, Yacht Club's bringing all their shit to PAX East as well. They'll have all their Amiibo and shit like that. They talked about that in the thing. Cool. Yeah, uh, pretty um, much everything is going to be at PAX, right? I'm still, I'm still waiting for that fucking the date for Streets of Rage. I don't. Is it going to be one of those? Yeah, they're things really, really like slow out? this game. Yeah. I want the full info, uh, please. Sometimes too, but they do have um, a new character they announced, Floyd Araya. Araya, I don't want to say that. Floyd, uh, he looks kind of like the big <laughs> bruiser type. Yeah, Floyd. And, my, oh, my favorite uh, multiplayer fake news. So it's going to be two player online, four player local. Oh, no four player online. That's kind of a shame. Yeah, well, but I guess after from... playing the <laughs> yeah. the, the beat 'em up game that we played, you know, it never I worked. Can imagine why. Yeah. Like every game was slow when when it got to three players or more. 
Yeah, it just it just didn't work. So Doom sixty four got got a price. It's yep five, five bucks. Five dollars. That's great. I mean, I would have paid I would have paid twenty for it. So I don't, I don't care. But I mean, five dollars is a great price. It'll be easy for anybody who's trying to like figure out whether they're going to get Animal Crossing or Doom sixty four. You can get them both for like sixty five dollars <laughs> instead of one hundred twenty or whatever. I get I get kind of annoyed by those all those like. Uh, posts about like animal crossing or doom on the nintendo groups because i'm like you know most of you people aren't going to get the doom one because it's not coming out for switch yet so stop asking that question <laughs> it's like we're all going to just get animal crossing and play doom 64 so it's such a i mean like, like most questions on the internet it annoys me but we should talk about the guy who created the konami code died i just i just found that out Ka- Kaz- yeah, kazuhisha ha- hajimoto Passed away at 61. The good old up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start code. I was thinking about him today because I have a padlock at work, and it's not the one where you turn the dial. You actually, like, move it up and down, left and right. Mm. And my code is a variant of the Konami code. So as I was opening my lock today, I was just, oh, that guy, poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just a, that's the code that a lot of our generation remembers. I mean, that was actually... I always call it the Gradius code or the Gradius code because that was the first one that I discovered it on. But then I, it, like, I did it on. Um, I did it on the first game I ever tried on was the uh, Manhattan Project Ninja Tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Manhattan Project, right. which is like the sequel to the, the arcade game, game. And I didn't actually see anywhere that it that it worked in there. I remember that just trying it because it was a Konami game. And when it worked, I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" And then when I realized you could hit select start and then make it two player. That both me and my brother could play like any level we wanted. It was pretty awesome. So, oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't know about that. It was, that was really cool. That like was like it was a formative moment in my youth of like a secret in a video game. Yeah, I didn't know that that existed in that one. I, I, I think it. that's what it. It like gives you full power or something because in that mm-hmm. game you take damage from doing the the special moves. Yep. Yep. And you, so you can choose like the amount of lot. I think the amount of lives you have left. And I think you can change the difficulty, and then you can go to any level you want. So mm. that was actually a really fun game. I forgot how much my like brother it. and I played that game, and I, th- I don't think it's particularly cheap now. So I kind of wish we still had it. Is that the Super Nintendo or Nintendo? It was an Nintendo game. one. Yeah. yeah, I've got that one. I the Super Nintendo was the the arcade game because of the Super Moves. Was uh, the yeah. Time one right? The Super Nintendo one was the Battle that of was Time. Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Yeah. That's the other yeah, one. Yeah, but the, the, the Turtle team, Tournament Fighters was on both. Yeah. Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Yeah, I think I have that game somewhere. Is there is there anything that you absolutely want to say? I, I want to get to the Animal Crossing. I want to mention the Tiger LCD games. We skipped this one last week, too, but I think this is cool. Hasbro's bringing back the Tiger LCD games. But why? Yeah, that sounds <laughs> dumb to me. I mean, I thought they sucked when they came out. Yeah, they've but already it was a cool done, novelty. They've I'll already like, brought back like the old, like, the late 70s and early 80s model like the the red light ones like they brought those back for a little while and those were cool because it's like something you know i don't know i think the tiger lcd games man i never they just remind yeah. me of how poor i was when i was a kid <laughs> well I, I think i mentioned it before in the show but if you like push because i was playing like i was playing like generic tiger lcd games not just like not even the name brand ones. yeah if you like push the screen in you can basically see everything there is to see in the game uh-huh. because <laughs> you can see all of the <laughs> sprites so that will ever be on the game so it's like Oh well, why do I need to play this? Yeah, I, I, if I see I one, not, I'm going to pick one up. I was not a fan of them. I still sake. have I have my game. A two, I have two game watches, and those I love. Like 
you know, they're actual like little portable games that to me made them make a little more sense for the novelty because it was a watch. But yeah, for those like those handheld games, I played a lot of them and I loved a lot of them. But yeah, in they fact, were... I think Double Dragon was my favorite one that I played the most. But uh, they still suck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. They they do suck big time. And on that, let's uh, let's head into our Animal Crossing Direct stuff. But yeah, we brought we brought Fuchsia here to talk to us about it because I'm sure that you've poured over it more than most people have <laughs> to try to like um, break everything bit. down. I watched it. Uh, Jess and I we watched it together on uh, you know whenever it came out. Well, we didn't we didn't watch it in the morning. We watched it later, like in the afternoon. But I remember Jeremy and I we said on the show that well Jeremy said that he wasn't that excited about it, but he was going to get it. But uh, and Jess kind of said the same thing when she's like, "Well, you I didn't know, say I, I said I wasn't super hyped about yeah. it. Yeah, that I was going to buy it. Yeah, she said the same thing. But then after the direct, she was like, "I want it now." And did you feel <laughs> the same way, Jeremy? After the I direct, did. yeah, I think. Uh, and and I think a lot of the things that we like predicted about it last week were were addressed for the most part because mm-hmm. what we talked about like um, communication and like having people into your town and like how easy it would be to get a hold of people and. It seems like it's going to be somewhat easy. I know you've gotten a lot more in depth into it, Fuchsia. Like, how hard do you think it's going to be for like just somebody on your friend list to just be like, "Hey, come hang out in the town," from from what you've uh, seen? And I mean, so if it's like if it's like New Leaf, you could just open your gates, which mm-hmm. obviously will be different um, because it's not a train, so there won't be gates. <laughs> but um, but in New Leaf, if someone was on your friends list. You could open your gates and anyone on your friends list, if they went to their train station and were like, I want to visit another town, they could come over, mm-hmm. um, which was great, but also kind of um, bad because the New Leaf friend limit was you could only have three people over at a time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, and especially like if you have a lot of people on your friends list, if you're a streamer like me who does multiplayer, like some people will just randomly come over when you're trying to get a specific person over <laughs> oh yeah yeah so, um it's they really improved that with new leaf uh, with new horizons which i'm really excited about because now um you can open your gates to just like everyone on your friends list or um you might be able to do just best friends come over that was also an option in new leaf just I I open your gates to your best friends uh-huh. Um, and then now there's also, uh, the code. So you can open, you can get a one-time use code and just give that code to the specific people that you want to come over. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is great. Like, um, I'm, I'm excited for that one because sometimes I worry that like, if I have my gates open for some, someone come over for a specific reason, someone else might come over 
and uh, take their spot. Yeah. <laughs> and also is on the, on the best friends thing, you can actually make it now to where you can like allow somebody to be able to alter your town as well. Like I'm can, so excited about that. So you can um, both like, and, and, and on the subject of that, like you can, you're like fucking God now on this one. I, yeah. I love it. You can like make yeah, your own no. like waterfalls and like uh stretch out land. And you're pretty much like, I don't know. They've made it a lot more. You can just yeah. do, do a whole bunch of cool shit to really yeah, so, construct your area. Uh, for the first part, grief prevention like i'm so excited that they actually included grief prevention because that's that's a big thing um i mean it's not it's not a big thing that grief griefing happens in the animal crossing community thankfully it doesn't happen that often but it, it is something like it's a concern especially since there's no um there's no well we'll get into it but there's no like save backup really yeah um, Can- so like and there's auto save so if someone comes over and destroys your town, there's no way you can, like, you'll have to put in work to get it back to how yeah, it was. Yeah, you can't, like, you um, can't do a and, previous like, save. We've been asking yeah. for years for grief prevention, and so it's really nice for them to actually listen to us and incorporate that. And the thing is, Nintendo, the Animal Crossing development team does listen to social media and listen to what the fans have mm-hmm. um to say about the game and they listen to input so really like what we saw in the direct is like everything that the fans have been asking for for years and they just gave us everything and i was really excited were um, you i mean were you like overall satisfied with what they showed you in this direct like or were you still like yeah wishing there was more <laughs> like i felt like they really i feel like they really showed us a lot yeah and, and like i said they the- gave us a lot more than i expected like terraforming i yeah never in a million years thought that we would have terraforming in animal crossing i really didn't like it came up in my stream like two years ago we were talking about like before new horizons was announced like before even animal crossing 2019 was announced um like two years ago we were talking about what we would want in a new animal crossing game and someone was like what if we could alter the island like alter where the rivers go and where the ponds are and stuff and it was like a lot of people would love that because a lot of people like hack their town specifically to do stuff like that. Mm. I was like, a lot of people would love that, but I can't see Nintendo ever doing that. And they just proved me wrong. They yeah. just, <laughs> they just completely proved me wrong on that. And I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm excited because like the tool looks really simple to use. Uh, the mechanic is really simple. It's not overly complicated, but it looks like you can do some really great stuff with it. Mm-hmm. So now I, I'm, I- It'll make you feel a little less uh, hesitant about your initial choice for what map to like, right? Because oh yeah, because yeah, kind of trust yeah. me out. Like I, I hope I don't regret. This yeah, thing I chose. Um, one of my friends um has done some map analysis, just an- analyzing the few maps that we have seen from trailers from the direct, and um just looking at the maps and um done some analysis on these are the starting features on the map that look like they're not alterable and one of the things is like where the the mouth of the river is um the two the two mouths that open like let out into the ocean uh the dock the plane boarding area um the airport that's what it's called the airport um and some like a couple other features that you probably if if you are particular about your map you probably want to keep in mind when you're looking for um a map to start your town but 
it makes it a lot easier because you only have to look for a certain, a few things. Um, I am very particular about my maps in general. Um, for New Leaf, like I reset my towns many times for each one, looking for the for the perfect map aside from my first town. Um, and the reason I did that is because my first town, I hated the map. So the others, I like, I, I want to be particular about the maps I want. And for New Horizons, I've decided to just like go with it and enjoy, um, enjoy the process and not be particular about things for a really long time. But part of the reason I can do that is because I don't have to really worry about where the, where the river goes right now or where the pond is right now. Mm-hmm. I can, I can change that later down the line. And that's really exciting. Um, yeah, so it, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of stress about picking perfect map day one. Yeah. And it's really, and, and it showed like, um, you know, like you may need a ladder to like climb up to a higher ledge or whatever, but you could like put mm-hmm. a ramp, you can put a ramp in there later. You could put like stairs there yeah. or, or like how you're, you know, how you like use the, use like the stick to like pole vault from like one side to another. You can like end yeah. up putting a bridge there or whatever, which I guess you could kind of do that before, but it looks like there's just a lot more to do this time around. And I'm mm-hmm. super into that. And, and we also at, talked about like whether you'd be able to go to other places and it looks like you can fly to all sorts of different places there. Right. Is yeah. That- so there's like random islands that you can go to, um, to get different resources that are not found on your town. Yeah. Um, it's a little weird because they're calling them Island tours and in new leaf Island tours were like these mini games that you could, when you went to, when you went to your Island, yeah, the Cap'n's um, Island, right? Cap'n. Yeah. Yeah. You could do island tours, which were mini games, and you could do multiplayer mini games with people who are visiting your town, or go to Club Tortimer and mm. do mini games with random people on uh, multiplayer islands. So it's weird that they're calling them island tours because that's it's a very different kind of island tour in uh, New Horizons. I can I want them to keep something like the island tours in New Leaf too. Um, but they're calling these island tours, so I don't know. But like, you go to these, you go to these islands, and you get like fruit that's not your native fruit, and you can get different kinds of resources, flowers that you don't have mm. natively on your on your town, and even like Bugs a and bunch stuff, of right? bell rocks. Like, I figured it's probably uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of like the 3ds, right? Like, well, a lot of the a lot of the Game Boy Advance one. Well, a, a lot of the. Yeah. A lot of the time that I spent on the 3DS one was going to the island and catching bugs that were mm-hmm. worth more because there weren't they because they weren't there at the time, and that's how I would pay mm-hmm. off my house. I'd like get the real yeah. expensive bugs there, and you know, and you could like you could chop the trees down and basically mm-hmm. have them in certain areas where it's like easiest to sneak up on them and catch them and all that. It kind of reminds me of that mm-hmm. where you go to another island, you find stuff that you don't have, so you can sell it and pay off your house and get like upgrades and yeah. The interesting know, thing is that, that it says what island you go to is completely randomized and up to up to the pilot's mood or something oh, like that. Yeah. And that's I think cool, that's um, yeah. interesting, but also going to be a little frustrating when you're looking for something specific. Oh. But it'll be, it'll, we'll see if it's like the island changes every day or every trip or whatever. We don't know. So well, uh, that also could be like, you could get codes and stuff to put in maybe that'll take you to specific things. Yeah, like, like I was thinking about that kind of like with uh, what you're talking about with the um, the happy home designer. Like, can't you do that with that where you put codes in to see if you want to see specific houses designed? I mean, by yeah, yeah, that might be a feature. We don't know. The thing is, like, they showed us a lot in the direct, but they still like 
didn't show us a lot, which oh, is really great. I'm I'm excited because I don't want to know everything about the game before sure, I play yeah. it. Right. Especially um, a game like this where it's a, a lot about discovery and everything. I was a little bit nervous about that too. Like, yeah, you know, don't show us everything. Yeah, they also kind of didn't they imply that there's more they were going to add, or were they just saying um, you would they find out later? They said there's going to be monthly updates, um, and they did say the monthly updates would include the holidays. They didn't say if the monthly updates would include anything else. Um, and there's a lot of speculation about why they just, they decided to go that route. Um, some people think it's just to discourage time traveling to those holidays. Some people think that maybe the holidays just weren't finished and they didn't want to delay the game again. Um, maybe they're adding a lot more into the holidays um, this time around because some of the holidays could take like, were a lot of fun, like uh, harvest fest or Halloween or toy day were a lot of fun and could take like a couple hours to do. And some of the holidays were just like five minutes and then you're done. Yeah. And so like some of them were really fun and some of them needed a lot more. So maybe they added a lot more into the holidays and they just weren't done with that part. So they decided instead of delaying the game, they would uh, just do the monthly updates for the holidays. Uh, we don't really know their reasoning behind that, but was, so far we just know that the month, the monthly updates will include the holidays. We don't know if they'll include anything else. I was hoping that it would be something like the uh like like the Splatfest or like the Tetris Maximus where it's like each of the month there's some sort of like thing that everybody can participate in mm-hmm. as like a you know maybe not necessarily like a contest like like those games but but you know like yeah something that they can keep adding to it like to continue to support the game and I figured maybe they're going to make it bigger than just like the ho- just the holiday being in your game, maybe somehow it incorporates other people's games in theirs mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so it'd be like I mean, a big you, you community have to event. Consider, like most of the most of the people who play Animal Crossing don't play it online. Mm. Um, it is even though they're really hyping up the multiplayer aspect of this, and I'm really excited for that. Most people primarily play it by themselves. Yeah. Um. So. Well, you have all your uh, you have all your villager friends, though. It's not really by yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, it's a great single player game. Most people don't play online, or even the people who do play online don't primarily play online. Like, mm. I play with I play multiplayer on my stream, but like, still, most of most of my hours in the game have been spent playing with myself, playing mm-hmm. by myself, yeah. or playing with like one friend. Um, so most people play by themselves and uh so like an online aspect to that would be nice but i also don't think it should be like necessary you know Mm -hmm. um for sure Um, which is how i feel about the monthly updates i'm like if they're gonna do it fine but like it better be for a good reason because i don't think i don't think someone who primarily plays offline should be required to like have an active internet connection to Mm -hmm get the up to be able to play holidays yeah so sure speaking of friends uh it came out i didn't reported that the game is going to have 383 villagers at launch yeah so yeah. um how does that compare to the previous versions and the amount so that's just um well that's that's the number that the like total twitter account so tom nook now um now maintains the official animal crossing twitter and um, he said, well, whoever was writing is Tom Nook. 
Just breaking the fourth wall it's re- there. It's really Tom um, Nook. He has Twitter now. It exists in Animal Crossing. Um, he <laughs> said Thomas that... Thomas Nook. He's doing he said it. That he was um, writing 383 letters, invitations to villagers. And that number comes from the... Um, in New Leaf, before the Welcome Amiibo update in New Leaf, there were 333 characters and then uh, villagers, not counting NPCs. There were 333 villagers. And then with the Welcome Amiibo update, they brought 50 villagers back from the pre, from the old games that were, had been discontinued. Um, but they had also added in, um, some special amiibo villagers. Like there were the Sanrio villagers. They did a collab with Sanrio. There were the Splatoon uh, themed villagers yeah, and, and some was, Zelda uh, themed villagers, yeah, a Ganondorf. monster hunter yeah. villager. Um, and we know that those villagers aren't going to be in the game. Well, we at least, we know the Sanrio ones are not going to be in the game and we can, uh, we know like, the amiibo figures are not going to have initial support, I think, in the game. So I think the, those villagers aren't going to be included. So the 383 comes from the 333 plus the 50 of the old villagers, not the amiibo um, figure villagers. But we have seen um, a number of new villagers that is, are presumably not in that number or we're presuming they're not cutting out some of those welcome amiibo villagers um because we have seen i think i somewhere like we've seen like six or seven new villagers so far um in promotional art so we just we don't and they were in the direct we just don't have like their names or anything so so um, we don't know the exact number of how many villagers are going to be in so there could be more that's what you're saying yeah it'll probably be more is kind of what i'm hearing Mm -hmm. What, uh, but yeah, so that 383, that's where that number comes from. So what, I haven't heard a whole lot from you, John. Like, what is your, what is your impression from this, from this direct? Like, did you, did you like it? Like, did it make you more excited to play Animal Crossing? Like, what were yeah, your thoughts I on mean, it? It has me like, so it has me debating my, my Switch game buying strategy, which I want to get all the Nintendo games physical. But I imagine this is really a game that you just want to like, Obviously, as they've always said about Animal Crossing, pop play, in for ten minutes yeah. at a time. Play a little bit every Seems day. It's like an ideal game to have digital. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um as far as like our predictions and stuff last week, you know, I was never expecting to have the friend code thing completely eliminated, the friend list uh completely implemented, but still um I'm a little bit disappointed I didn't see something like that. Like, hey, this is the game where we're finally gonna have um in game invites. Like that would that would be Really great if they brought that along. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm always, when a new Animal Crossing comes along, I'm always like, I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to get it. It's hard for me to get really excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, I'm always wondering, like, how I'm like, I'm like, did they make it different enough? Exactly. To make me excited about it. But I, I feel like this one is definitely different enough from, from New yeah, Leaf for and, me you know, I th- to I be think excited doing about the terraforming it. Terraforming is really cool. And it's, I mean, they said that you could get lost. You get lost on your own island to the point to where you have to call somebody and to come get you. We know, <laughs> I mean, we know who that somebody is. We know who that is. Mr. We Rossetti? Know somebody is. Did you hear this? Is it Rossetti? Mr. Rossetti. Well, he's got to be doing something. Like, they can't just, like, they can't cap in him like they did in, uh, we yeah, talked about that. going to bitch at you for not being safe. Like, being <laughs> yeah, where they kind of just took Cap'n out in uh, the DS and Wii one. Now, now he's actually has something else to do. 
I mean, we haven't seen Captain. We haven't seen a lot of the NPCs, like the old NPCs. We, yeah. um, we've seen new NPCs in some of their roles. So have they? Some people are worried that those old NPCs got cut out. But. See, I watched. I've watched it a couple of times, but maybe I didn't pay attention. Does KK show up at all? Um. I think they said that he will. Shows up like three pixels of him in the very corner okay. of a shot. You would not have noticed him if you weren't looking for him. And I don't feel um, so bad because I was like, did I just totally overlook him? I no, thought, no. Yeah. He, he's not featured in the direct, but he's there. Um, just like a tiny, tiny bit in the corner. And you got to watch the direct on a Saturday night at eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured, I thought that maybe, I thought that they had mentioned something about him at the very end saying that like, Maybe you'll see KK in a future update, and he may not be there yet, like on that, that first week. We were um, scanning his um, DJ KK amiibo card. Oh, okay. So he, yeah. it was like they, when they were talking about Photopia, um, and you can scan in amiibo cards in that to like take pictures of villagers and NPCs. Um, apparently, DJ KK is not going to be supported as an amiibo card right away. Mm. Um, and we don't know how many amiibo cards that includes, um, if that's all like a bunch of the special NPCs or just because like that's an alternate for him or something. Um, so that's all we have about so, that. Yeah. So speaking of the multiplayer, you, you said that, I think you mentioned on your on your Twitter, I saw it on yours or somewhere else, uh, that there wasn't going to be multiplayer right off the bat for the first day. Is that's online, right? You can still do like no. Can you so, do system to system um, multiplayer? I guess they just want people to explore the game on their own the first day. Oh, okay. Um, so when you um, when you come into town, you come in in the airport, and apparently they you can't go back to the airport again until day two, um, or you can't travel until day two uh, from the airport. So that's just, um, that's just something that they decided to do. I don't know. Like in the first game, um, you could travel to other towns first day, but, but you had to have a, um, you had to have taken a picture in the photo booth for your town pass card. Mm -hmm. So you had to have like saved up money to be able to take that photo. So it wasn't instant as well. Yeah. Also remember there in the, in the new leaf one, there was like, you had to wait, wait a certain amount of days before like you became the mayor and could start like moving stuff around. And there was always like a certain amount of days before this. And, and the, the GameCube yeah. one was like that too, where you couldn't like get, you couldn't get all of the, all of the tools like at the beginning you had to kind of yeah. wait until they showed up at the yeah at the store. timed unlocks because i mean this is a game that you play forever you, yeah every day <laughs> for years yeah so um so there are timed unlocks but yeah yeah i was wondering because uh jess jess and i like we were planning on doing like an animal crossing day like on that friday <laughs> like she took work off so we could just hang out and play yeah and i was like Can we... copy yeah i mean we're both gonna have our own copy that's nice. that's a that's definitely a given there, but, but but I was like, I was wondering if we could do like system to system multiplayer, like without like, you know, without having the internet for us to do that. If we're planning on playing it all day, that's, I was just wanted to yeah. make sure we had stuff out? to do Friday. Yeah. It comes out on Friday. The 20th. Yeah. Sense. The same week as you will be voting for Bernie on uh Tuesday. And, uh, <laughs> that's when the Illinois primary is vote for whatever you want, but go vote, go Bernie. But yeah, that that's happening that week. That's it helps me remember the animal. I remember the Animal Crossing, and then I know when I need to vote that same week. Mm -hmm. so. At least it's not on the same day. Now that would be a predicament. Like if it was Animal Crossing and voting. Well, the Switch is portable. I'll just take sure. it with you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could play it in the line. No, I'm a. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm definitely I'm getting a digital because I want to play it like at eleven o'clock the night before, and uh, I was I was wondering like I was like am I going to be able to do anything at eleven o'clock? But it feels like like Nook will be there like his shit will be open I'm sure so you'll still yeah, have the, something to um, do. The residential services building, which is the tent that the Nooks are um, in, where you can sell things and craft things, that will be open twenty four hours. Um, which I'm excited for because like one of one of my like little wish list items was um a shop that was open twenty four hours just oh so yeah, yeah, I like to play at night just to like catch fish because I find it very course, calming, yeah. but then my pockets are full, and I can't sell them, yeah, so I just want a shop where I can sell fish at three o'clock in the morning, yeah, and uh they gave it to us, so sure. I'm excited about that, yeah, they had that in the new leaf they had that where you could like change the. You can make it like a later town where like things yeah, are open till eleven. But mm-hmm. but yeah, like when I work when I used to work at the Beachwood, I would like work the door there doing security and it was not really a place where you really had to throw anybody out. So I would just sit by the door and play Animal Crossing and catch mm-hmm. bugs. But I'm playing at like one in the morning, so I was like, Man, I wish I could do do more stuff on here other than just like yeah, catching bugs and I'd put them in that like chest where you could you know, you could keep them there and pull them out later and, you know, cause just to have yeah. more storage options. And I'm sure they're going to have that in this one too. I mean, New Leaf towards the end there, they added with the welcome amiibo, like they added a whole bunch of like storage options and shit like that. Well, it looks can... like you have infinite storage now. We yeah. don't have confirmation on this, but it looks like you have infinite storage in your house. Um, we do see a shot in the house where they go into the storage and it just looks like, it looks like you've got the categories like, of furniture like um we have in pocket camp and we have in happy home designer and there doesn't seem to be a limit um we don't know that for sure but also with nook miles which is like the um the achievement system that also gives you you rewards Mm -hmm. we can up we can expand our pockets and we've seen a screenshot where someone had 40 slots in their pockets, where in New Leaf, you only had 16. So yeah. that's a huge upgrade. Yeah, and and you can, I'm really excited for that. And you can stack stuff, too, which is, like, really... Everything stacks. Yeah. Do, do you know... Everything stacks, which is exciting. Do you know how long you can... How many you can... Is it, like, you can only stack till 10? Can you stack till, like, 99? I don't know. <laughs> I, we haven't seen, we haven't seen uh, much... Uh, like many things stacked. So I think we've only seen like a few things, like maybe eight things stacked, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know, but hopefully, hopefully it's generous. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm personally, I'm, I'm very excited about it. It's, uh, yeah, I was, I was happy that we, I'm not like, you know, people are still waiting for the other Nintendo Direct. I thought, I'm sure definitely for you, Fuchsia, you love that the Direct that we finally got was the Animal Crossing Direct and not like... I'm, I'm really happy. Um, not another the other general thing, Direct like, with I mean, nothing in it. They gave us it. so much that I didn't think they would give us. But the thing that really wowed me in the Direct that I um, I didn't think we would see in a Direct because I didn't think it was Direct worthy, but we saw the museum. Oh and yeah, yeah. The museum, the museum looks awesome. just looks yeah. gorgeous, yeah. and I cannot wait. I I just want to live in the museum, and uh, it just it's like the museum is already one of my favorite spots in the in the game. I love going in the aquarium and just like walking around. Mm. But now it's just like it's just beautiful, and I can't. I I love it. And you can mm-hmm. the same way you could in like 
pocket camp you can like put shit like in your yard which you could do that in the in the the uh, other one right in happy's home designer as well happy home designer you can't do it in new leaf but yeah in happy home designer which is where like a lot of us were like okay we can do this in happy home designer we need this in a real in a mainline game now and you Um, can do the same and it has like the better way of which they added that to new leaf where you can like the way the way you um put your furniture out it's they, they changed it to where it's like easier to do now, like where you move it around. Yeah, we don't know if you can do that outside, but you can do that inside, yeah. uh, which is exciting. And you can do it with wall items, which you can't do um, with Happy Home Designer. You can't like select multiple. Well, you can like drag and drop things, but like in Happy Home Designer with wall items, you couldn't select multiple things at a time and move them. Um, but we can, we saw that in the direct that you can. And the big thing about the wall items um, that not a lot of people have pointed out is that you can choose the height of the wall that they're at. Like you can, if you can have something really high up or something oh, really yeah, low yeah. down before the height used to be fixed, depending on the one. item. So I'm excited about that. What I wanted to ask all of you, which I thought would be cool to talk about on here. What is, uh, what is the first thing that you're going to do in your town when you get animal crossing? What is, what is everybody's, First thing that you, that you want to do when you when you open when you turn on this game when you land I wanted, and all that I want to design something like a pattern. You want to design a pattern? I don't know if I'm going to be able to because I don't know if you can do that at night. But you should be able to do that whenever you could on GameCube. You could do it whenever it was just in your it was in your menu. You know. Yeah. So hopefully you can do it whenever. I was really oh. hoping, which uh, this isn't exactly an answer to the question you're asking, Trey, but um, I was hoping when whatever they do with the Nintendo online app that they're going to combine with uh, Animal Crossing that you can design stuff on your phone. That'd be nice. That'd yeah, be so cool. Didn't I they... have a feeling that will be, but they didn't say anything about it. I just love like if I was like having some downtime on the bus or something, and I you know I, I didn't have my Switch with me, I could still like work on a design. Yeah, that'd be great. They said they did say that there was going to be some interactivity with the app with the with the Nintendo or app. the stock market. That could be cool. What? Uh, yeah, the, the turnips or whatever. <laughs> it looks like. The app is going to be like more full service, not full service, but more full, more features, um, yeah. more like the Splatoon app is compared mm-hmm. to like the Smash app. Yeah. Um, so Which... it looks like I think I think I heard somewhere that your encyclopedia, your fish and bugs of everything that you've caught will be in the app as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly where I heard that or where the source was. So don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure um, I heard that. That'd be so, cool. That'd be cool uh, if you like trade items and stuff. Like if you were through the app, off, mm-hmm. yeah, through the app, like off yeah. your friend or whatever. Did they? Um, I mean, yeah, you you probably know this, uh, Fuchsia. Can you can you send messages to other people's towns without them being in your town? Can you just straight up send them a letter like through the internet? Like, did they? So, has anybody confirmed that? No, you can't do that. That is one of the things I want. Yeah. They didn't confirm it. They didn't deny it. Um, they didn't go over sending letters to other players at all. But I would like there to be, um, at least if even if it's just your best friends, the people on your best friends list, yeah. I would like to be able to send mail to my friend's town without having to visit their town. Um, so, so that's something I'm still hoping for, but we have, we have no word on that whatsoever. Um, although the only thing is with the app, you can send messages like text messages to each other, but I think you have to be in each, each other's town for that. 
what's what's the first thing you want to do when you land in your town? Do you have a name for your town? I do. Um, it's a secret. Okay. Yeah. Well, you probably want to reveal it on stream. Yeah. We, we uh, not- I have a whole plan for day one. So, uh, <laughs> but honestly, the first thing I'm going to do is probably cry. Um, to be completely honest, I am just I'm just gonna load up the the title screen and just tears will come in my eyes. I'm just I can see it happening already because I've been waiting for this game for years yeah. and yeah. it's everything. It, they've given me pretty much pretty much everything I've wanted. And um, but then after that, like I genuinely don't know. So I always plan out like I've been planning out my new leaf towns for years. And I'm really just looking forward to taking this one slow and like just enjoying like leisurely island life. So I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, aside from like picking out like where I'm going to put my house, I don't know. Like the first big thing that I'm going to do. Do you have designs and stuff that you're going to bring over from Happy Home? Oh yeah, you Um, can. I don't know. That's another thing you can do with your phone is you can scan. Yeah, you can scan the QR codes. Yeah, I didn't expect them to um, have that as an option, like, honestly, because um, the quality, like, the graphics quality of New Leaf are so much lower, Um, so I really didn't think that would be a thing, so I didn't even think about it. Um, I did, I, like, I made a lot of designs, I made a lot of clothes um, and some signs and stuff for New Leaf um, that I really liked and I was really proud of. but I don't know if I'm going to bring them over because, well, first of all, they were specific to those towns. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I didn't even think about it. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to see. I, yeah. uh, I think, I think the first thing I want to do is just find, find my neighbors. I want to find my mm-hmm. people. Yeah, me and too. I'd be really well, interested yeah, to see who's I there. You, yeah. I think you meet them like when you arrive in the airport. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, so. go, go look at their setups, you know, see, see yeah. what they got. See, see, yeah, like, how quick can I like send them a whole bunch of fish to where like their apartments just fish? Did you ever? Yeah. I'm sure you've done that in there where you can where you can get them to just where you can just get them to do to put up whatever you send them and you can totally destroy their apartment and make it just like yeah. just make it just aquariums of fish or I, whatever. I think the first like big thing I'm going to work towards is unlocking the museum. Yeah, uh, because it's not it's not in town right away. Oh, yeah. So whatever whatever the steps are to get the museum, that's what I'm going to work towards. Um, especially because my huge huge wish list item, and this goes back to my nickname at the beginning of this show, my huge wish list item is the observatory. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you never played Wild World and City Folk. So um, Celeste is my favorite NPC. And in Wild World and City Folk, she um, she ran an observatory where you could look at the stars and you can make your own constellations. And oh uh, took that out in New Leaf. Oh yeah, because it was a way to ran a museum shop instead, and um, it was in the second floor of the museum. And I really want that brought back. So if they brought that back, I will be working towards unlocking the museum for sure. I think I think it was a way to um, incorporate the two screens, right? For Wild World, I'm sure. Um. Well, I mean, it was in City Folk too, oh, so okay. it's probably introduced with Wild World mm-hmm. because of the two screens. Because with Wild World, you like the second the top screen was just the sky. Yeah, and, the, so, and you could um, shoot stuff out so of the sky. So it was probably incorporated for Wild World, but it was in City Folk as well. 
Um, and then they took it out in New Leaf. Um, a lot of people assume that they took it out because people were drawing a lot of like dicks in the sky and stuff. But um, <laughs> probably. But but I mean, I'm sure I had a lot. <laughs> They they only showed up in your town, whereas like custom designs would show up in like other towns if yeah. the villager wearing that shirt would move to another town or anything. Yeah. So like it only makes sense to a to a point. But I would like honestly if they brought the observatory back, I'd like I'd love it if they had it to be like learn about real world constellations instead, especially since um the game gives us you can choose whether you want to live in the northern hemisphere or the southern hemisphere oh yeah, and yeah the southern that's cool hemisphere too. has completely different constellations so i think that would be neat yeah that, that was a really neat thing where they yeah where you're uh where like your um seasons will be different and stuff mm-hmm. like that if you wanted to we wanted to do that i figured yeah. i'd keep it keep it northern but is anybody wanting Global to do this will be different that, like well holidays won't be global then. no the events will be the same it's just it's like people in australia christmas won't happen in the middle of winter for them because it doesn't happen in the middle of winter for them so the events will still be the same um as far as we know i mean like in new leaf japan did have its own events um some like some regions had their own uh or their own variations on the events so like there might still be regional events um but the big holidays will still like happen worldwide they'll just be in different seasons which i know like i one of my one of my oldest friends um from animal crossing lives in australia and she's really excited that she doesn't have to play christmas in winter anymore because that's really weird for her so nice yeah it was always it was always northern hemisphere hemisphere seasons like on those animal yep. crossing depending on where you northern got it. hemisphere wow mm-hmm. okay i figured cool. that maybe there'd be a different Different region if you got it, if you bought yeah. it like in, in Japan or something, yeah, and you like, think they'd make it different. For this game, the development team really tried to like incorporate a lot more diversity, which is which is awesome. Like they really made it so that um you can choose your skin tone and they have a whole like they have a whole series of promotional images of um like traditional Latin American uh, clothing that is for people in that region so that and i think they said something about holidays for like traditional mexican holidays maybe for if you buy your copy there Mm. and so like they tried to be uh, more like diversity conscious which is awesome the different hemispheres and uh um i don't know if any of you have seen but there was some videos released yesterday of um the character creator and you can change your character what they look like at any time oh and there doesn't there doesn't even seem to be a gender selector yeah i was was wondering about that awesome um and all the features are like are Are available they don't none of them are locked behind a gender so well that's um, great that's great yeah that's how it should be i know the only other game i heard that did that is the what was it the cyber whatever that new Cyberpunk. Yeah, the new the new new game, new game from Witcher. Like that's actually not going to have genders on there either, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, we we assume that there would still be a gender. Like you still choose your gender. Um, but the videos yesterday, there's no gender selector in at least from what we see whatsoever. So that's pretty awesome. And like even if you do have to choose your gender none of the features are locked to a specific gender. Yeah, that's what I was uh, that was afraid of. I don't want it to... Because I think, like, in the Pokemon Sword and Shield, you could only wear, like, makeup if uh, 
you had mm-hmm. the female gender selected and all yeah. that. That's why, I mean, I always, I always choose a female character for all, for all the games, but I was happy that I had a female cause you get a lot more options in that game <laughs> than you would as a male. Cause there's not really, I mean, you yeah. have outfits and stuff, but you can do more on the other side. Yeah. And that's something they just like really were conscious of this, this time around. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what was your first, did you say what you wanted to do when you got to your town, John? Oh, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just going to go find the old animal friends. Like, I want to see if I can find the eagle guy. I can't remember his name. I was going to say, is there, like, but, the eagle guy? Is that what you said? Isn't that Keaton? Which eagle I think, guy? I think it's Keaton, yeah. So there's the eagle that has, like, a deep voice. Um, I don't think he had any particular, like, job in the games. I think he's just a random he look like? character. Okay. Uh, he looks like, like, what like, color? Yeah, I mean, like, he's, like, a bald eagle. Uh, Apollo. Yeah, brown with Apollo, yeah, yeah. I always liked his voice. I thought his voice was funny. So oh, because he's, like, he's one, one of my favorite guys. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Jess was saying that Keaton is her favorite. He's also a bird guy. Yeah, this, yeah, he's that, a that fellow right there, blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah, the blue falcon. My my first favorite one, and Jeremy probably remembers him, was a uh, Tad the Toad. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he was he was my favorite one from GameCube going all the way back. To yeah, GameCube. he was um he wasn't in New Leaf originally, but he was brought back as a welcome amiibo uh, villager. I actually have someone sending me his amiibo card in the mail at this very moment. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of people like stockpiling amiibo because of the <laughs> because of them saying that it's you know that you can use an Animal Crossing. So people have been heading um, to heading to like yeah, uh, five five the below amiibo and getting all have that shit. gone up. Oh, have they? The, the, the Animal Crossing amiibo cards. So, like, I, I, I honestly, like, I've been putting in work to finish my collection, and I'm almost done finishing my amiibo card collection. But I've been putting in work to like trade with people uh, because I was like, the second, am- the second Nintendo like spe- specifically says how amiibo cards work in New Horizons, everyone's going to be rushing for them. Yeah. So I've been putting in work getting getting my. Comp- collection nearly as complete as possible and um and then the direct came out on thursday and friday the amiibo card prices on ebay had just skyrocketed Skyrocketed. yeah i believe it so i'm like i'm i'm happy that i had almost everything i think i have to buy like maybe six cards um off ebay which like because on ebay you can buy each one like specifically the one that you're looking for so that's not that's not too terrible if I only have to get six mm-hmm. and they're not popular villagers, which is also equal. So the, like, I know Marshall's card is going for like 30 something dollars now. And I'm like, I don't have to deal with that. Put that in heart case. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I have Marshall's card. I'm good. <laughs> snap tight. Whatever they're called. The ones that snap close. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I have a, I have these, uh, the collector's albums. Oh. So they're all, uh, it's safe. It, They've got like their own slots. Oh, and you so. can yeah, and you can scan them right off of the. Well, I guess you could you can pull them out because they're, they're yeah, in, like little yeah, yeah. I pulled them out, but yeah. yeah so you, so I've got I've got like almost all of them. This collection, this series is almost complete, and it will be complete aside from like one. Um, as soon as I get cards from one friend that's coming in, so nice. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're we're getting we're getting about to our episode length but is there anything else that you that you guys want to say about animal crossing the direct i mean I, i'm just saying that i'm i'm super excited i haven't preloaded it yet but it, i will of course you know when it gets closer to the time i yeah, have so the direct uh, made me more excited than i was yeah yeah 
You 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 preloaded. Yeah. I was gonna say, are you going digital, right, Fuchsia? Because you want to play I, it right at well, the eleven o'clock. Well, time. yes and no. Um, so I preloaded it just so I could stare it on the at it on the home screen. But <laughs> I got the Animal Crossing Switch. Oh. Um, so I got to pick that up at, from GameStop on the thirteenth when that releases. Mm-hmm. So I'll actually be playing it on that Switch. Oh. Um, it, so the preload is just for me to stare at it because I need to re-download it anyway. Um, but I will also be have I will also be getting a cartridge copy because I'll have two switches. Oh sure. And uh, so I can have a second town, and um, and uh, the second town is like to write guides in and do some like more like more digging than actual town development and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but and also I got the best buy pre-order with the bell bag so i was excited oh nice about that. yeah <laughs> you can so th- yeah now you can th- you can <laughs> throw it- anyone wondered if you liked animal crossing or not you can you, <laughs> you can throw that at your landlord whenever they want their uh, rent you be like here it's in here and coins take that no i pay my <laughs> landlord digitally and i never see them so. <laughs> that's the best way to do but- it but yeah, so I've got it preloaded. I will have it preloaded on the Animal Crossing Switch when I pick that up, which I can't wait for. Uh-huh. I'm so excited for that. Like, people think I'm exaggerating, but literally the day that the Switch was announced, like the regular Switch, the day the Nintendo Switch was announced, I was like, I cannot wait for the Animal Crossing edition of this. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting for that for, what, three years now? Or two so years. I already knew you were buying that as soon as it was announced. I I knew. I oh, it, knew. It, it so, looks... Like I've just been waiting for the announcement. And the day that like the minute it was announced, I was like on GameStop's website waiting for it to go up yeah. and pre ordered it. So Yeah, it it looks great. Like we were I know Jess really wants one, but she's like, I don't need one. But we I, yeah. I I do want to get like just the Joy Cons, but from what I've seen, mm-hmm. people are selling like the Joy Cons by themselves for like two hundred dollars, which is the same price that people were selling the the slime joy cons that i wanted from the dragon quest one so it's like i genuinely thought like so i have the the animal crossing 3ds uh that has it's called the pop tart design um so i genuinely thought that it would just be like the updated design of this uh, because they did update this design for new horizons but it's a completely different design for the switch and it's beautiful and i love it yeah i like the white dock too that's an interesting and like and there's a different uh there's a different part on the back too that you can, if you tilt it right, you can see there's like uh, trees and yeah, stuff the like embellishments. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Yeah, I'm so excited for it. Well, uh, thanks for coming on and talking to us about the Animal Crossing Direct. Mm-hmm. I figured that you had uh, paid more attention than than I did. Not yeah, not, not on th- my stream <laughs> the Friday, the day after the direct aired, uh, we went over the direct on mm-hmm. my stream and we. Talked about it for four hours, and um, we only stopped at four hours because I had to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> and and I really should have ended stream like a half an hour before that, and I was mm. fairly late to work um, <laughs> because of it. But oh, sure. but yeah, I could talk about it for hours and hours and hours. They should so. they should know they should know that case of Animal Crossing lateness is uh, acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it's like Dragon Quest Day in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah, speaking totally. of uh, speaking of your stream, uh, where where can people find you on the internet? Um, if you look for me at Future Rascal, um, pretty much Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, you will find me um, on all those places. Uh, Future Rascal, that's that's about it. And that's that's the YouTube, the official YouTube one that you're doing 
also, um, right? Or is that future? Yeah. So I have two YouTube channels now. So the first one, the first YouTube channel is all Animal Crossing all the time um, because that's my focus. And um, it's, it's Fuchsia. The actual YouTube URL is youtube.com slash Fuchsia Plays AC. Um, but if you look up Fuchsia Rascal, you'll find it. Um, and then um, the other YouTube doesn't have a custom URL yet because it's new and I'm playing it. I'm doing it very casually, but it's my variety channel and I need a hundred subscribers for the custom URL, but so we'll get, get there. So get but on if you that. look it up, it's like Fuchsia Plays. It should come up. Mm. Yeah, get on that, listeners. I'll I'll put I'll put links to it on the show yeah. in the description, and of course, yeah, find you at a uh, twitch.tv slash or yeah, twitch.tv slash look uh, me up on Fuchsia. Twitter. My pin post Fuchsia always Rascal. has all my yeah. all my links. So yeah, at Future Rascal on Twitter, mm-hmm. yeah, you can find all the yeah. stuff there as well. And yeah, mm-hmm. thank thank you for joining us. And and if you want to find mm-hmm. any of our stuff, you can find us at nintendomainpodcast.com or twitch.tv slash nintendomainpodcast. Which, if you're on the stream, you're watching that right now. Um, also, uh, youtube.com slash Podcast. Same sort of thing. You just re- just look up the show and you'll find stuff all over the place for it. And if you want to support us monetarily, like Eric, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name, Eric Bedness, Bedennis. Thank you for your patronage. We have a new patron. Oh, hey, you are. And uh, Thanks, he Eric. is. Uh, He's a, he's given us the dollar a month so he can get bonus shows and all that. And uh, thanks a lot, man. Uh, we appreciate nice. the support, and I hope you enjoy all those extra episodes that are on there. I swear that our Sonic Patreon for this month will be up sooner than later, hopefully. Up this week in a couple days, so stay tuned for that. And yeah, that's at uh, patreon.com slash podcast if you want to. If you want to donate to the show, you can get extra episodes on there. I think that'll be our eleventh episode. Will be the Sonic one. So we do us we do an exclusive episode every month. So that's only on Patreon. So you can find that through there. And uh, yeah, you can also find Jeremy and I on Twitter at I'm Nintendo underscore domain and Jeremy at JMax Stack. And uh, yeah, and I have uh, another another podcast called Drunk Monday that my wife and I do. Uh, and we talk about movies and such. We talk about the Oscars. Check that out. And uh, yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And special guest. Fuchsia Rascal. And uh, yeah, thank you for everybody listening. We will see you next week. See ya.
Oh, me, 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 oh, me